Hello guys, welcome back to License to View. This is a podcast on the internet, and it's Saturday morning, and Zach, I am feeling it, man. Dude, I'm feeling it too. I don't know what happened, but like, I don't know. I went to bed, and I woke up at like 5 a.m. this morning, and I came... I felt bad for making you wait, because I'd just come back from a run, so I just like got out of the shower and everything, and by the time I saw your text, it was like 20 minutes later, but... <laughs> nah, dude, I'm like, I woke up at like 8-something, because mm-hmm. I'm in the middle... I had to I have to quarantine again. Fuck, dude! You got test positive again. So I my first test came back negative. Okay. Right? I think I, I think I tested too early into my symptoms. Mm. So it came back negative. Even though that whole week, that whole two weeks, I was sick, right? Right. So came back negative. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me test again. Let me go test again negative. That way I can go back to work because I know that I I had it. I I, I was I couldn't smell, couldn't right. taste. I was, I felt like crap. Mm-hmm. So I go in the middle of my second week of quarantine. Yeah. I go test. It comes back last on this past Wednesday as mm-hmm. positive. So now I have now, now I had a quarantine. Now I'm quarantining all next week. I have to go. I'm going yeah. back on Monday to test again to hopefully come back with a negative result so I can go back to Fuck, work. Dude. So I've been like, and I haven't been feeling worse, but I've been it's intermittently surprisingly. I don't know if it's yeah. a placebo thing or what, but like. Interesting. Every now and then, like I like right now, and mm-hmm. honestly, I don't know if it's because I'm drinking some Arnold Palmer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's making my mouth feel weird or what. I don't know. Possibly. I never really on. drank Arnold Palmer because that's the iced tea lemonade mix, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've never really done that before because I'm not a huge tea guy. I don't know, like iced tea, none of that stuff. I don't really. I don't know. I only drink iced tea, like brisk Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, lemon iced tea, and then mm-hmm. Arnold Palmer is kind of like it's if from hit or miss. Usually, I just drink the Arizona Fruit Punch. Yeah, I think I had brisk a little bit when I was a kid, but I don't know. It always tasted weird to me. Like I don't know why, but I always think of like raisins or something like that. I don't know why it has that like weird like raisin dried grape kind of taste to me. At least I don't right. know why. Yeah, I don't. But, I don't um, taste that particularly. Yeah. So I can't stand raisins. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I like raisins. I just haven't had them in such a long time. But like the people who like in school, when I would see people, or even that when I at work, I guess. But like in general, on them little boxes, the little boxes. That shit makes me so grossed out, man. <laughs> makes me so I grossed mean, out. Those boxes in particular are like, and especially when you're like eating out, they they look pretty fucking gross. They're just nasty. Like, who wants to eat yeah. dried ass grapes? Go eat some. But they got grapes. yogurt covered grapes or yogurt covered raisins, and those are pretty good. I don't know, man. I feel like you just drill, drizzle some yogurt in anything, and it tastes pretty good. Visually, it's definitely more appealing. But the idea, well, yeah, is still, it's just a white blob at that point. Yeah, but it's still, it's still a raisin. Yeah, and I think raisins in general are gross. All right, well, well, you know. Zach, it's the podcast. What yes. have you been up to the last Excellent. week, man? Oh, been a busy, busy week here in the Grieger household, the household of one, you know, back over here. Um, so first thing that I did was that I did finish Dresden. Okay. Um, 
fuck, dude, what a goddamn roller coaster. That last 100, 100, 150 pages was like fucking edge of the edge of my seat fucking shit, dude. Like, as soon as I got to the point where it was like, I think it was around that part, because as soon, as soon as he w meets the, like, the elder fairies, like, not the queens, but, like, the, they call them the mothers, I guess, but yeah. as soon as he, like, goes and, like, meets them, and he, like, uh, fucking, Elaine betrays him like a goddamn bitch, to fucking son of a bitch. Every fucking woman in his goddamn life <laughs> betrays his ass. You should have known this. It's a I know, I should have. I don't know why. I mean, I kind of got, I hinted, I mean... I knew something was going to happen because she said that she was raised by fairies and then they went up to the fact that like she was the summer emissary and so I was like, okay, there's definitely some fucking shit going on there. Um, but I didn't... I mean, the whole thing of like the the one summer lady being like the main bad guy like kind of threw me out of left field because I really thought it was going to be the fucking winter. one chick. I thought it was going to be the winter yeah. lady. Yeah. Because the fucking... They had said that she was like... And then they talked about the fact that it was like, oh, yeah, they just see what you want me to see. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Because, I mean, his, his mom does that all the time. And, like, Mab does that shit all the time. Where they mean, like, they only, you know, they want you to know exactly what you, they want you to know. So it's like, at this point, it's like, yeah, fucking anybody could have yeah. fucking killed the summer night. Um, that's the point. Yeah. But then they, they got the new summer lady that's nice. Uh, her description was very cute. I like that. Um the dude, but yeah, as soon as they made it on that fucking battlefield, that was like, oh my yeah. god, I couldn't t put the fucking book down. I know. Fucking, it was like, it was like fucking Lord of the Rings, like epic battle type yeah. shit. You just got like fucking centaurs and like fucking goblins and, and that's weird like, fairies and shit. Ugh. Whenever they do like fairy stuff, mm -hmm. like the battlefield itself is like very much like super fantasy epic land well it's super yeah well, it's like the whole thing it's, it's in the fucking clouds yeah in the clouds like the, like the, the stone tablet thing there's yeah it's like the fucking narnia shit with the yeah. stone tablet and then yeah you've got the whole thing and it's like it's all in the clouds but it's like a parallel to mm -hmm. like chicago below it but there's no buildings so it's just like the chicago landscape i guess um but yeah that shit was weird um, you have fucking giant bumblebees sticking, sticking goblins and shit. Like, oh, he fucking, you know, I mean, you've said it before. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he fucking blew out all the, he shot all his fantasy guns in this fucking yeah. book. It's like yeah. everything there. It's like fucking ogres, trolls, all that fucking shit was there. So yeah, I'm trying to remember um, what's the next one. Next one is death masks, which death I have not masks. started yet. I'm probably going to start it today. Cause I'm probably going to go to the pool just to get out in my apartment. So I'll probably start it today. I'm trying um, to remember what... The back of this one sounds intriguing. He's fighting, remember what summer, he's fighting the Red Court champion, I guess. And then Susan's back. So that's going to be a whole fucking Rick Morrill. I'm trying to remember which one this one was. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. So this, this, this book is one of the installments of where I was telling you that Butcher does a thing in every couple books... Mm -hmm. Or he'll have a he'll have books about like um that focus on on more of the like religious mm. bad guy stuff. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of where you first meet them. Like okay. Michael's in this book and stuff like that. So Okay. Because like, I think like every couple books he'll do like a couple small arcs and then he hits the big story beat elements. And this is okay. one of the big story beat books. Okay. Um I don't. I'm trying to see if you meet who I'm thinking about. Interesting. Ah, uh, you don't meet him. I thought you did, but you don't yet. Okay. Okay, that's fine. But um, you meet yeah. someone else later. 
But yeah, so Death Mask is coming up next. Probably start that today. Fucking Murthy, also in book four, fucking finally getting in the goddamn game. Because yeah. Harry decided to stop being a bitch and just tell her the truth. And I was like, you should have done this like fucking book two. Which is, is, got this where, is this where they fight in Walmart? Yeah, that was the Walmart fight with like the weird giant chlorophene yeah. plant monster type shit. The Scooby-Doo ask monster. And she's like, oh, you weren't lying. Like you actually yeah. do like magic as shit. Yeah, like, oh yeah, because that was the other thing. It was like, that kind of threw me for a left field because it was like, yeah, he was like chaining some sort of spell. And she's like, oh, you're for real? And I was like, wait a second. You've never watched him fucking do magic before? No, because it's, it's not, you're not allowed to. Yeah, I guess so. You know, it's one of the rules. Like, even Harry being a wizard for hire is like, mm. rubs the council the wrong yeah. way. He's already yeah, on the bad side of the council with that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, Murphy, more stuff with the gatekeeper, uh, which was fucking cool when he showed up. I'm guessing he's going to be a more pivotal figure later on because it seems like he's got a lot of shit going on with him, especially with, like, I don't know, like, in the big sense, but it seems like at least in the fairy world, he's got his fingers in there, it feels like, because, I mean, Mab and yeah. I think Mab was talking about him, like, she knew him, so. And then he had the stuff, like, he had the rock that let him find the fucking fairy battleground, and he had the weird face paint shit that, like, let him use the site without having to open up his eyes, which was nice. Yeah, I um, I'm not gonna say that he at least up until he's there intermittently. Like he's a member of the council, okay. so he's there, mm -hmm. but he's not a huge part because of I'm not gonna spoil exactly what he's doing, but his title <laughs> says it all. Like he's busy because of his title. Okay, if that makes sense. I assume it has stuff to do with the never never. Yeah, stuff to do. That's, there's a reason why yeah. he's, he knows them. There's a reason why his name is what his title is. Like, yeah, that implies why you don't see him very often because he's busy doing what his title is. Right. And you see that late, later on, like later on. Okay. Like, it's a thing where like only very certain wizards understand and see. Okay. And uh, something happens to Dresden later on in the series, mm -hmm. which gives him like, not really gives him, but. He's in a position to under to learn something, mm -hmm. whereas most wizards aren't, and it's yeah. because of what happens to Dresden later on. That's, okay. that's all I'll say. Interesting. And it's yeah. hard for me to like not just tell you right now, like <laughs> what happens because I want to so bad because like. It's all right, man. I'm getting there. You know, week, there. two weeks yeah. every book. I'm I'm catching up. I'll probably be there by the end of the year. So, um, if I keep up this pace. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited to dig into it more. Um, it was nice to see him in a book where he's not, like, completely debilitated magic-wise. Yeah. So he hasn't had his power stolen or anything like that. But then I realized that I was like, oh, yeah, he's not debilitated because he really can't do anything to these people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, there's really no point to, like, handicap him. So I'll say that, that too. Um, that feeling of Dresden being the underpowered one, mm -hmm. It's always going to be there because there's right. always someone more powerful in the classic right. shonen style. Mm -hmm. But that feeling of him, of you as the reader being like, oh shit, like Harry's in danger or Harry's like, Harry can't do something, mm -hmm. that drastically goes away later okay. on. Like you're, you're always like, oh shit, shit, who is he going to fight? There's always stronger enemies. Right. But you're at the point where, where I'm at, you're like, okay, Dresden's going to figure something out. Yeah. Like he's... He's that crazy. He's that like you know focused that he'll figure okay. something out on how to survive or how to kill the enemy or whatever it is. Right. Um, and you see him like I said to, like I said a couple of weeks ago. Um, 
where not where I'm at now in, mm-hmm. in, in peace talks or in battleground he's still kind of there but more so around uh, ghost story and mm-hmm. around um, um, the book right before ghost story and mm-hmm. right after ghost story which is like book 12 13 11 okay. it's a carry at his like all time lowest and okay. like it's just like he's very powerful but his life just sucks Okay. And like you're reading it and like you're you're just I already like, got the glimpse of that at the beginning of this book with all of the shit right. consequences with Susan and all that stuff and then yeah, it's like he's li- basically looks like a fucking homeless person for like the yeah. I, I think the whole book it's uh, until like almost the fairy battle where he like finally decides he's like, Oh yeah, I should take a shower and I was like Well yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna dude. if you progress enough if you continue reading, you'll get to the point where I'm at or close to where I'm at and you're gonna be like Man, like, his life is complete... I mean, because it's 20 years. So you're yeah. going to be like, ah, oh, shit. Like, it's completely different. And not in a bad way. It's just like, you're going to feel bad for the man. Yeah. You know, so... He's had uh, some hard knocks in life, for sure. Yeah, so, for But yeah, so... Decided to get into Death Mask next. Some sort of update on that next week. Uh, other things. I watched uh, Transformers Cybertron. Part one, I guess, of this series that they're doing. Right. Um, it's fine. It's fine. I don't know. It's fine. It's not bad. It's not fantastic. It's fine. Um, I get what you're talking about. Um, with Optimus's voice, I don't know. It also is the thing where it's like I guess Optimus is always like this, but it felt you weird in this show where it's like bitch. it felt like he's the only one that has an actual like robot voice. Like everybody else right. is just speaking normally, and then he has some weird robot filter on his shit, and yeah. I just don't. I didn't understand it, because then you you hear, like, Alita talking, and you can just tell it's, like, a fucking regular voice actress that is just speaking. And then this guy's got some weird, like, filter on his voice that makes him sound... Which I guess is, like, making him sound like Optimus. But I would almost just prefer they didn't have that, because it was just... It got distracting at one point. I was like, just you know, why my, did they even have my, this on? My reasoning was... And I didn't even think about this until, like, I was, like... I was watching episode, like, four or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I bet it's because he's the only robot that has a mouth guard. Mm, like, everyone, else, everyone else has actual lips. Yeah. He is the only one that has a fucking That's a fair point. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he has his mouth guard up the whole time. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Hmm. I mean, I, like, I, I understand that he's, he's had that forever, but, like, you would think that, like, it would come apart. It would, like, it would, like come up and down. Yeah, you feel like it would be like a battle thing. Like, it goes up to right. battle and... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I never thought about that. That Yeah, maybe that's the reason. I guess that makes sense that, yeah, there's, like, that thing, like, you know, blocking his voice or whatnot. Um, but, yeah, so that was fun. Um, I mean, the last episode was good. That kind of made up for everything because that final battle scene over the space bridge was pretty rad. Um, Megatron was fucking dope. I love Tank Megatron. That shit is awesome. Um, I liked... Honestly, this felt more like a Megatron show than, like, a fucking yeah. Optimus show. Because it was really going through, like, his downfall of, like, you know, turning to this, like, the actual Megatron that we know instead of just, like, this weird resistance leader um, that he, I guess, started off as in the beginning. Which is weird because they kind of try to cast them both as, like, resistance leaders. Because, yeah, they talk about the whole slaver plot or the, you know, caste system that... Cybertron had and all that kind of stuff, and now he kind of like read the led the revolt against that. Um, so I don't know. That was weird. Um, 
but overall, fine. I'll probably still watch part two when that comes out. Um, um, I wish that he turned yeah. into a gun still. Yeah, I will find it. Yeah, because he's got the fucking cannon shit. Like I thought he was gonna turn into a gun, and then he just turned into a tank. And I was like, it I mean, that's like, cool, it would but be like, like it would be really it's not lame. As cool. Like it's like it's it's lame in general that he'd be like a floating gun. Yeah, but then it's like it's lame that they're like on Cybertron, but like Auto Optimus is still fucking pickup truck. Like that makes no goddamn right. sense. I don't know, man. Uh, like, I, I don't understand. Like, why would you like turn into a car? Yeah, on your planet, like it's making. I don't sense. understand. Yeah, I maybe it's like a thing where it's just like. Maybe in this show it's a thing where it's like that's what you're born as, but it. I mean, I don't know because in other Transformers mediums, maybe that's just in the movies. I guess maybe. Well, that's no, just... because it's they're political parties. Yeah. Like you, you're, you're it's a it's a Republican Democrat situation. Yeah. Like you're not an Autobot because you turn into a car. Yeah. You're Autobot because that's your political party. Mm-hmm. You know, or your cla- class system, or whatever. Like, yeah, why? Like, they're they're they still recruit them, so clearly it's a political line thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's to me like they're making sure. Transformers, and I've been reading the comic book, mm-hmm. the new comic book series, and like I'm all about making stuff more in depth and darker and you know intricate, but mm-hmm. like at one point, at a certain point, I start questioning like, okay, they're robots that turn into cars. Yeah, like. You can do it with G.I. Joe. Yeah. But ultimately, these are robots that turn into cars. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, going back to the political race thing, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that ne- metaphor is necessarily apt because then it's like – because they're also a race at the same time because then you talk about oh, – yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean like Autobots and Decepticons because then you have the part where uh, – what the fuck was it? Shockwave or whatever where they talk about fucking using the AllSpark to like yeah. wipe out every single Autobot. So, yeah, I don't know. But then you have people like Bumblebee, who's like, I haven't chosen. Yeah. So that was another thing, too, because then it was like, I don't, like, when do you get the marking on you that right. shows, like, that you're an Autobot? Because then you have Jetfire, who, like, turns away from the Decepticons and becomes an Autobot. But he still has this little Septi- Decepticon thing on there the whole time. Basically, the Decepticons were the coolest part of this fucking show, because Jetfire was fucking rad with his laser sword. And then you had Impactor, who had... It was awesome. I liked Impactor a lot. I liked the story arc with uh, Ratchet and all their stuff going on with the Space Bridge. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was the coolest stuff. Um, so, yeah. That's that, That's it for Transformers. Uh, there's not much else to say from yeah. that. Um, I watched uh, a show, another show on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen this one or watched it at all, but it was um, the new anime by the guy who made Devilman Crybaby. Uh, called Japan Sinks 2020. No, uh, I saw stuff about it though. It's um, I don't know how I. It's a it's a great looking show. I mean, the guy makes really good anime. I like his art style a lot. A lot. It's very distinctive, and I like that part about it. Right. Um, it's one of those shows where everybody dies, oh, okay. and all the characters that I like died pretty early and the ones that were left kind of suck ass uh by the end um there's some cool stuff in there um but there's a particularly a part which is like it's weird to say that in like a 10 episode anime but there was like this weird like three episode gap in the middle where it was just like i was like why the fuck are we even here right now like what the fuck are we even doing like i don't know what's going on None of it made sense, and then you got back to just, like, the regular survival stuff, and I was like, okay, I guess now we're kind of at a point where 
you know, I'm fine with where we're at, but I don't know. There was there was a bunch, just a bunch of weird choices that happened in it. Oh, this is, a, uh, this is an old ass book. Yeah, that was the other thing too. Yeah, with, that was seeing that it was based off a book that was yeah, like super old. Because um, I think it's already been made into like two actual movies before too. It says um, here at Wikipedia that like not only is it like, it was published in 1973. Yeah. But it took the author nine years to complete. So this person was working on it like in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, okay. Um, but, I mean, the story's interesting overall. Um, and I think the concept of the show is really cool. But, yeah, I mean, it's just... The characters that you're left with by the end, I was just like, I don't give a fuck about any of you. Um, and then the part where it left off... Um, I mean, it, it, the whole last episode ends up being like a weird... Which is weird because the Olympics aren't going on, but it ends up being like a giant promotion for the Olympics and like supporting the Olympics from like... A, nas- a pride in your nationality standpoint and all that kind of stuff. Because um, the whole point is that, like, I mean, Japan sinks, and so it gets to a point where Japan is starting to rise again, and so it's like they end up... And one, the, one of the main characters, who's a girl who I f- fucking couldn't stand, is like a... She's like a high school runner, and, like, her whole thing in the beginning is that, like, she was trying to train to go to the Olympics. And so in the end, she ends up going... Um, so it ends up just being this like big whole Olympics plug that was like it just fell out of place right now uh, and I mean obviously you can't just delay it because the Olympics are going on but I mean I feel like it probably would have hit a little bit differently if like the Olympics were currently going on right now because I think if they hadn't been delayed I think they would they would have been going on right now Yeah. Um, so clearly this was like meant to tie in with like the the start of the Olympics and that kind of stuff sort of um, but I don't know. Overall, I don't know. It's an interesting watch. Um, I think there's better way things to do with your time. Um, but um, I definitely wouldn't rewatch the show again. That's for sure. They fucking killed off my favorite character in like the second episode, which made me fucking pissed off. The dad, their dad, was like the fucking coolest dude. He did all this fucking rad shit. And he was like a survivalist, and he like was an engineer and so he did all this like cool stuff with lights and like in the first episode he like lights up this pathway to like the the Tory shrine at the top to like get the whole family together because like the whole thing was like the whole thing before the earthquakes was that like he did a bunch of weird light shit in their yard and so they saw that and they're like oh this is where dad is and so that was cool then he gets fucking blown up by a mine in like the fucking second episode and that was also a fucking horrific death where he's like trying to fucking because there was like some why are there mines there was... in Japan? So that was, I guess they the explanation that it was like stuff left over from World War Two, I think there was like unexploded ordnance or whatnot. I don't know if it was a mine, but it was like unexploded ordnance. But he was like, there was a sign that there was like yams beyond this fence or whatever. So he jumped over and he was like digging for this yam, which also he's digging way too fucking deep for a fucking vegetable. Like move on to a different planet at this point. He was he was like. Taller than his height into the ground, still like digging for this goddamn vegetable. But, um, but then he like taps a shovel on a on I'm assuming it's like a bomb or something and blows up. His fucking hand like drops in front of his son, fucking horrific. And then the and then like the next episode, like nobody's like even acknowledging that he's fucking dead except for the kid who keeps fucking crying that he wants to see dad. And the mom's like, shut up, he's not here anymore, he's fucking dead. And I was like, all right, well, I guess we're doing that. Um, so that was weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably give it like a five or a six out of ten. 
if I had to like rate it. It's like had so it had some parts that were good. Um, especially there were some, you know, very, you know, hard hitting, deep emotional moments with some of the characters, but it was like a lot of those moments were like, that character's dead now. Right. Um, which sucked, especially because it was like one of the characters I ended up liking a lot was like one of the guys who was like childhood friend of the girl or something like that. And he was also a runner, but he gave it up for some reason. But he ended up like, you know, having to run to like save this certain data or whatnot to try to help them figure out like what's going on with the earthquakes. And he gets swept away by a wave and they never see him again, which was fucking God damn it. So many of the fucking interesting characters just get fucking killed off. I hated it. The only thing I remember, I, the only thing I've seen of this show was, like, on TikTok. I saw, like, some, like, kid who played baseball or something. Mm-hmm. He's, like, running, and, like, the wave hits him. Oh, yeah, yeah, And, like, I, I didn't give a shit. I was like, okay, yeah. I don't care. He's like, I want to play baseball again or something like that, and I, I just... That was, that was probably the scene where, yeah, the guy's, like, the guy's running because he was, like... Like, a, like uh, a little sliver of concrete or something, and he's, like, running, and... Yeah, because he was a track, he was a track and field oh, runner. Track, so, yeah, okay, he, was, okay. he was like track and field, and so yeah, it was like he was getting to the point where he was starting to run again, and yeah, he like ran and you get swept away by wave, and I was like, okay, that's the last character that I fucking like. Right. Um, they did have a fucking YouTuber show up, so that was fucking weird. Uh, day, the day was saved by a YouTuber. Um, I don't know. He was so weird character. He was like one of those characters that like he could literally do like no wrong like he was uh, one of those infallible characters that was like the fucking super genius and all that kind of shit um he fucking shows up with like some weird like parachute propeller shit and like shows up in front of all the main cast and is like all right i'm part of this show now and i was like all right um now, so, it's, yeah, a, it's a real life youtuber no it's just based off a youtuber oh, okay. it, was just, gotcha. it was just i mean it's just clearly he's supposed to be like a big youtube personality but he's gotcha. I mean, it's not he's not like a real person um, so yeah, that was that, uh, Japan 2020, um, don't check it out if you have anything better to watch. Yeah, it sounds bad. Um, and then the last thing I watched, um, uh, was I watched, uh, my Criterion, Seven Samurai, um, didn't realize how fucking long this movie was. Yeah. Half hours. Um, I didn't check beforehand, I was just like, oh, it's probably like two, two, two and a half hours, it'll be fine. And then I was like, oh, damn. I was. It got to the point where it was like almost at the intermission. And I was like, fuck, this is going on a really long time. And I looked up and it was like three hours and 20 minutes. I was like, fuck. And then the intermission played. And I was like, fuck, are you kidding me? Yeah. This movie's so long, it has an intermission? Where the fuck was this in Avengers? But um, but overall, I liked it a lot. Um, it's a pretty straightforward story, honestly. Oh, yeah. And it's weird that like, uh, I mean, you obviously know this already, but it was weird for me watching this for the first time it was like how many movies fucking ape oh, off yeah. the stuff that Akira oh, yeah. Kurosawa does in this even just like thinking like to the fucking Mandalorian where like a mm-hmm. whole episode of the Mandalorian is just fucking Sam- Seven Samurai but it's just the Mandal- Mandalorian well, and the other this is why people say that George Lucas isn't original because he mm-hmm. okay so it's this cycle right where mm-hmm. Kurosawa makes like Yojimbo know, and, and, mm. and Throne of Blood and Hidden Fortress and even some of those things are based on Shakespeare. But like right. Seven Samurai in particular, Yojimbo, um, Yojimbo is the Hidden Fortress. Dirty Harry was a rip rip off of or not Dirty no, Harry. Man with no, no name. Man with no name, yeah. So you have Man with No Name and then and then after that you have Star Wars. Yeah. And he Star Wars just pulls all those elements into into it. So like So what what 
what specific uh what specific Kurosawa movie does Star Wars pour from? That pulls a lot. Of, I believe Hidden Fortress is a big one. Okay. Elements of all pretty much all of his samurai movies he's he pulled mm-hmm. elements from. Right. You know, like the like the character of of the man of no name is literally Yojimbo. It's literally Yojimbo. Right. It's the mm-hmm. entire story of Yojimbo. Um, and then Star Wars, it's a lot of the um, elements of the samurai elements that take place. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Jedi are just samurai, right? You know, so and samurai with magic powers, with, with space wizard samurais. Yeah, you know, and while that's a, cl- a very clear distinction, I mean, it doesn't bother me, mm-hmm. but it's a very clear. That's been recycled. Yeah, you know, a thousand times, and while. Um, once you understand that, it does kind of take away some of that. So, like, if you if you go back right now, if you watch Yojimbo tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then go back and watch The Man with No Name, like the first one, mm-hmm. uh, was it Fistful of Dollars or whatever? Yeah. If you watch the first one, you're gonna be like, oh man, that's that's it's like really, verb, that's like verbatim. It's like that. It's like that blatant. Yeah. Well, here's the story. The story of Fistful, Fistful of Dollars is like what unnamed it's, cowboy comes into the town and tries to fight off a bunch of bandits or something he's like that. fighting like, off well there's there's a civil war going on between two rivals in the town and he mm. promises to work for one person mm-hmm. and then promises to work for the other one and hope that they kill each other yeah right okay yo jimbo is an unnamed ronin walks into a town and promises to work for one rival thing Mm-hmm. In the middle of a rival town between two battles or whatever, mm-hmm. and promises to work for both of them, hoping that they would take each other out. It's literally the same movie, just one happens to have guns, mm-hmm. and one has swords. Yeah, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not bad. It's just, it's just like, do you want to see Toshiro Mifune do it in yeah. Japanese and in black and white, or do you want to see a spaghetti western do it? Yeah. So I, 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 I got you. You know that that's. And again, like I said last week, Seven Samurai is good and everything, and it's legendary. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't rewatch it. Yeah, I don't know if I could. I mean, it, it's one I could definitely feel like it's one of those movies where, like, I don't know. I feel like I ha- I'd have to be in a particular mood to rewatch it again, especially because it's just like it's like wanting to rewatch the Lord of the Rings, where it's just like it's such a huge time chunk. Yeah, well, Lord of the Rings, I, I rewatch to... all the time. <laughs> yeah, like Lord of the Rings, I rewatch all the time because it's inherently a better made movie. Well, yeah. Because of just because of age, just like it's, yeah. The technology, the the story mm-hmm. is inherently more interesting to me. Yeah. You know, um, whereas in Seven Samurai, it's like okay, I have three and a half hours of black and white. Yeah. It just some like, back in the sixties and well, this is fifty four when this came out, fifty five when this came out. I think so. Like, let's be real. It's a lot of the same camera angles. Yeah. Well, that was the. That was the thing that I found a little interesting, at least, was because, I mean, with things with the same camera angles, he was able to direct the movement a little bit better, especially with having it, like, zoomed out, especially for, like, the big battles that took place in the village of, like, having the camera zoomed out and being able to pan across the the battle was a little bit more interesting. Um, and there's, you know, so, like, shots of, like, zoom-ins or stuff like that. But, yeah, you're not getting crazy. You're not getting a bunch of crazy stuff. I mean, it's pretty much, no. like... And that that's where I prefer like Lord Wolf and Cub, mm. like the like more of the late sixties, seventy going into the seventies, um, mm-hmm. samurai movies because that's when the film cin- cinematography gets better. Mm-hmm. Where like we're able to like 
do clo- major close-ups and pulls and zooms outs and rack pulls and all this bullshit. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of like the old samurai movies that while they're good, it's like okay, we're gonna we're gonna put the camera here, have wide angle here. Mm-hmm. And Seven Samurai has a lot of that, like, hey, we're clearly on a soundstage kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, we're going to be pulled back and it looks like you have the matte painted background. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of obvious. And, like, of course, it doesn't take away from, like, the quality of the story. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's a, you'd be an idiot to be like, yeah, old movies don't, like, I'm trying to say, like, if you watch Turner Classic movies. Yeah. And, like. That's all. Like, I have, I have a coworker of mine, you know, who is um, he's sixty six, mm-hmm. right? So he grew up watching all those movies. Like, he loves mm-hmm. old ass movies, like all the Humphrey Bogart shit, all that stuff. Yeah, loves those movies. Talks about them all, like all the time. I'm like, yo, those movies are good. I'm not saying they're bad, but I'm saying we have progressed so much yeah. since 1940. In terms of ability to make movies look better, so if yeah. I'm given the option between watching Seven Samurai and The Hobbit One, which I can't stand, I'm probably still gonna pick Hobbit One. Yeah, eh, I don't know if I'd pick The Hobbit, but I'd, I'd, I'd rather watch them sing in the fucking Bilbo Baggins house. I don't know. I really don't want to watch them go go GoPro, GoPro through a river in the middle of fucking barrels. Hey. I'd rather watch that than watch three and a half hours of fucking slow, slow, uninteresting sword fights. Yeah. Well, that was the thing that I found a little bit interesting. Cause, just because, I mean, especially off of playing Ghost of Tsushima, where it's just like, especially the way that the action is directed in Seven Samurai is that it's just a lot more sporadic, especially in like the actual village battle. I mean, you've yeah. got the, you've got the stuff that is a little bit more like, you know, graceful and a lot more choreographed with the, uh, I don't remember what the guy is, but the uh, the actual like, I don't know, I don't know what the what he actually is. I don't know what his name is, but he's like the best samurai out of all of them. The one that like has the quick draw, like when they're recruiting people. Um, so you've got him, and so like he's got good swordsmanship, especially when he's like in those like one on one duels. But like a lot of times going around the battlefield, it's just people like fucking swinging shit and like yeah, yeah, and so it's a lot more chaotic. And so I enjoyed that aspect of it, of, like. It felt like a, it felt like watching like a documentary battle almost instead of like some weird like choreographed action movie or something like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I watched that. So that was that was fun. Um, I don't think I'd watch it again. But police stories next. So um, and that, talk about some choreographed action there. That's gonna be some good stuff. I can't wait to get to that. Um, but yeah, I'll try to look up for some other. Akira Kurosawa stuff. I mean, I've heard you talk about Throne of Blood, so I'm interested in looking that one. Is that the one with the fucking sick jacket with the guy with the red jacket with the the moon on the back? Is that that? I don't remember. I, my, when I think of Throne of Blood, I always think of him in the armor. Trying it's, to think. it's Macbeth, is what it is. Okay. The whole thing is Macbeth. Like, like Emperor who has to, like... He gets, like, played by his wife or some shit like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Whatever that story is, Macbeth. I haven't seen Throne of Blood in a while, but it's it's. When I think I've seen all the Kira Kurosawa movies one time, except for Yojimbo. Okay. I've seen Yojimbo like four or five times. Okay. Um, so Yojimbo is your favorite? Oh, it's my favorite Kurosawa movie for sure. Okay. It's definitely not my favorite samurai movie. I think right. Lone Wolf and Cub, as a whole, the whole series, 
is better. The Samurai trilogy is better, which is I think also it's a that's a Toshiro Toshiro movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think Zatoichi's better, and there's a ton of those. Um, mm-hmm. But because those came out later, you know, like those they came out like when like like Lone Wolf and Cub is like a blood splatter samurai movie. Okay. There's like the traditional samurai movies like the Kurosawa stuff, and then there's like the next wave, which is like the we're gonna make these more brutal. Which, Which one is, is... Hold on. I saw this one. Because uh, this is the th- shit that I looked at, and I fucking saw this, and I was like, oh, this looks rad as fuck. Let's see. Oh, that's Masamune. I don't, know, I don't know what movie that is, though. Because I saw that jacket, and I was like, oh, goddamn, that jacket's rad as fuck. Let's find out. Because I, I, I'm like, fucking... I, can't, I can't place it bright red with the fucking hat circle moon on the back. I was like, oh, shit looks sick. It looks like uh, Masamune is what that looks like to me. Okay. Um, It says dreams. Dreams? Is my first thing I Google I found dreams. Interesting. Maybe Hidden Fortress, though. Okay. I don't know. I can't place that scene, that picture. I gotta find that out. I'm sure you can find it like two seconds. Let's find it. Let's find it. Because um... that's the next on my list. But everyone has that in. Because that. That's the image that fucking draws me in, dude. Oh. That looks so cool. I don't know, man. I can't place that in my mind. Let me see. Oh, is it Ran? What is Ran? Is that a Kira Kurosawa? Yeah, it's a Kira Kurosawa movie. Hmm. That looks like Masamune to me, though. Like this famous samurai Masamune. Okay. And if it's in color, it has to be the later stuff. I think it's Ran. Okay. Yeah, that's Ran. Interesting. Because when I, I'm looking at it right now, I'm looking at it right now on uh, this. I found the exact same image you just sent me. Mm-hmm. And it says 1985 Ran. Okay. Hold on. Let me see if I can send that's, it to you. That's the next on the list, then. I haven't seen this movie. I've never seen Ran. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen this. I don't believe. All right. This looks like the next one I'm looking for then. That or Yojimbo. I don't know. I have to figure out. I do want to watch Yojimbo. But as I, as I was looking for this movie, yeah, Hidden Fortress of Star Wars. I, I, was, I think I was right about that one. Okay. Um, what else have you been checking out? Um, that was basically it. That's the big stuff that I was checking out. Um, uh, nothing else too major right now. Still playing Ghosts. Um, not playing it as often because, like I talked about last week, that that cycle is fucking killing me, dude. That there's like no variety. That shit is like draining on me because it's really just like, I mean, not to harp on it too much, but it's really just like you follow somebody, you get in a battle, and then the only kind of like real difference is like you've got the mythic missions, which always have like interesting stuff. Where it was like the one was like kind of a scavenger hunt for one of them, which was like. Interesting, at least, because I wasn't just, like, chopping down people the whole entire time. I was actually, like, exploring the world and, like, trying to, you know, do a little bit of a, like, actual, like, quest. 
Um, or or you have like one-on-one -on -one duels and like right. that's that's as much as the variety gets. It's like either you're facing a bunch of people um, or you're having a one-on-one -on -one and like that's that's as far diversity wise as the fucking mission types get. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm liking going around as a Ronin at least. And the I mean the game looks gorgeous, so I mean it's got that going for it where it's like it's not it's not boring to explore it, it's boring to play it, if that makes sense. No, I I, I completely get that. Um I haven't touched yeah. it since Yeah. I haven't touched it since that first week. Yeah. But um but yeah, other than that, I haven't been checking too too much else. Jason, what have you been up to this week? What I've been up to I got a couple of different things. I want to start out with uh, something that I never thought I would say. Okay. Is that I um, never cared about plays. I don't care about musicals. Oh, I love I, musicals. I, I, I never. Uh, I wasn't in theater like you were. Big um, big musical guy right here. I know Bums. you were. I think you were. You were a stage tech or something, right? Yeah, I was doing behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, for right. two years. The closest thing that I did to the theater was when I was in elementary school, there was a mm -hmm. Christmas play, and I said, fuck it, I'll do it. And I, it. I was supposed to be, like, elf number three, and I just never showed up. What? You weren't elf number three? I just never showed up. How could we finish the story without elf number three uh, there? I don't know. I never saw the play, so I don't think it happened. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I don't like musicals. I never cared about them. Um, well, I can't say I don't like them because I just never just never watched them okay the closest musical i've seen was like in high school like fucking joseph in the fucking multicolored battle jacket or whatever the fuck that one's overplayed honestly the multicolored battle jacket. <laughs> I've, I've seen that i've seen like fucking you know little pet shop of horrors mm -hmm. that, that's the right name i've seen that little shop of horrors little shop of horrors um yeah. i've seen those like high school-y plays i've yeah. seen those I've never watched a movie. I've never seen fucking what's the other one that everyone loves? Oh my god! I mentioned it in the on the podcast a few weeks ago. Um, that, well, everybody loves. Um, it, it's a movie. It's a movie it's, with um, like, Tim Curry's in it. Um, yeah, Rock, uh, Rocky, Rocky Horror. Horror. Rocky Horror, which yeah. is not a high school play. That would never be shown. Right. In high school. I've never seen Rocky Horror. I have no desire to see Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think yeah. from what I've seen of it, I think it looks completely like trash. People love it. I get it. It's I, got that um, B movie flair to it, and right. honestly, I think a lot of people like that movie because, like, I've watched it. It's not that good of a movie. Um, I mean, honestly, it's it's one of those movies where like Tim Curry carries the whole thing, and like right. if he was in it, nobody would care because like that movie's garbage without him. So I didn't know. Hold on, there's someone in there. Not I know Meatloaf's in it. Susan Sarandon is in it. Susan Sarandon's in it, I know that. It's like early Susan Sarandon, like before she was even big, was like, she's in it, Tim Curry's in it. I'm trying to think of uh, no, another yeah, actor Love who's in it. I can't remember who else was in it. There's know. one guy that I'm, is like... I might uh, be thinking of just Meatloaf then. Maybe. Um, but I've never seen it, I'll never watch it, I never will watch it, don't have any desire to. I understand that people really love that movie. It has a really huge cult following. I get it. It's probably the equivalent of how I feel about Jackie Chan movies or how right. I feel about, like, fucking, you know, Commando or Predator. I get it. Like, for people who love those kind of movies, they yeah. probably don't necessarily love 80s action movies. I'm the op. I love 80s action movies, so I, I get it. I understand. To each their yeah. own. But 
for this this thing I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I never thought I would watch it because I had no desire to watch it. Okay. And I spent the last five years seeing people on YouTube, on BookTube, on all this stuff praise this thing so fucking much. On BookTube? Okay. Yeah, just because book, book people love musicals, apparently. That's true. Book people do love musicals. So, and I'm a book person. I, I yeah. Don't, I don't, it's a different, different realm of book person. Yeah. So. <gasps> Wait, I got it. What is it? You watch Cats. All right, I, no, I got you. I, I've I been totally wanting understand. to. Look, I would want to watch Cats too. I I've, totally get it, Jason. It, I swear, I think Cats was on HBO Max. I thought, and I was, I wanted to watch it. I think it is. It's not though. <sighs> no, if what? It, if it was, it, it, used, it was when it first came out. I, I wanted to watch it though. But Disney Plus, okay, got a musical a couple like a month ago or whatever, and mm, it's a famous know. musical, and they filmed it, the stage show for Disney Plus. Okay. It's called Hamilton. Oh, you watched it. I actually haven't watched this. I watched Hamilton. It was a random, like, rain, like Wednesday night or some shit. And I was like, I'm going to watch this. Whatever. I've heard and some I, of the music, and I like the music in it. I just haven't sat down to watch the musical. No, and my, and my, and my girlfriend's huge musical person, like, was all right. the theater all throughout high school. All this, She mm-hmm. understands the appeal, and she understands all the things that I don't understand. Right. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's watch it. So I'm watching it. And my first question was like, hold on. You're telling me there's only one set? Yeah. There's only one set. They don't put no backgrounds. It's one set. You get you get one background and then the shit cha- set changes with the props that are on the set. That's how the set that's changes. Not, that's, that's not how a set ch- That's called a prop. So I mean, in a play, that's that's a set change. So I'm, I'm watching this and I'm not impressed at all. Mm-hmm. Like I'm watching it and I'm not impressed. I think the songs are fine. The songs sound fine. From what I've seen of it, it doesn't even really look like, honestly, the stuff that they have on the stage is not that much. Because I've seen plays that are much. much more. There's there are plays that are much more intricate with their set design and like what they have going on and scene changes and stuff like that. From what I've seen from Hamilton, there really isn't much going on with it, which I get because I mean there's a lot of people on there and I feel like Hamilton, especially from what I've seen from it, is a lot more emphasis on like the songs and the dancing and that is probably the bigger part of that rather the than most, like the most they have, they have a table here or a table yeah. there or a desk here but their stage spins mm-hmm. they have like a a multi-tiered spinning circle in the middle of the stage which spins okay which adds to like choreography or whatever yeah. and as someone who has no background at all in musical mm-hmm. theater or musical or to plays or I have no appreciation for it my initial reaction mm-hmm. was, this shit sucks. I need... <laughs> fil- film is better. Movies are better. This acting mm-hmm. is bad. I, my question... I, I literally was like, hey, hold on. At any point, do they stop singing? Do they just talk or act? And they don't in this, in this I play. Think, no, it's, it's become a thing a lot more with a lot more musicals recently or yeah there's not as much talking and it's a lot more they be, they become like basically operas at some point except my, for like maybe in a my couple mind, of I, I was picturing that musicals were like like high school musical where like there's a song here and a song that's what there, musicals are supposed to be. but they like act too right yeah so that's I, traditional musicals but this one yeah it feels like it was a lot because cats is the same way the the actual stage show of cats from what i've seen and what i've heard on like listening to people on youtube and stuff like that it was like it's along that line too where it's like it's a lot more of just like song after song after song and there's really not that much dialogue in it 
Um, well, so I, um, I I finish it. It's like a long ass play. It's like fucking it's like, three it's hours. It's like three hours, yeah. So it's long as fuck. Um, the camera work, not much. There's yeah. a couple times where they pull, they do a, 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 a ECU or whatever on Hamilton or whoever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, most of it's pulled out so you can see all the dancing, and I get that. I understand that. Yeah. The medium, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finished it, and I was like, okay, that was fine. Like, it was fine. Overall, mm-hmm. it was fine. All week, dude, I can't get these songs out of my fucking head, man. Yeah, dude, they're catchy fucking songs. All week, I've been out in my fucking head. Like, and, 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 well, there's the one. I haven't listened to all of them, but the the ones that always get me the most are fucking King George's songs. Those songs, like, fucking yeah. get in my ear. And it wasn't, it wasn't even, it's the fucking, it's the song called Wait For It. Mm, which okay. is uh, Aaron, which is the black guy who's playing Aaron Burr, mm-hmm. and so I'm watching the movie or whatever you want to call it, filmed play, whatever the yeah. fuck it's called, and there's parts of it where I'm getting because I don't like Hamilton, not the yeah. not the actor who's playing him, or the music, whatever the fuck you want to call him, or whatever, yeah. whatever the fuck you call a musical theater pro- actor singer. He's an actor, performer, Just call him an actor. Know, performer. Fine. Whatever Lin Manuel, whatever the fuck, I don't know, but I don't yeah. like the person, the historical figure. I do not yeah. like because um, okay. I'm a huge history uh, buff. Mm-hmm. Even the, and it's to the point where my girlfriend's like, "Why are you majoring in English? Like you, you should be majoring in history." I'm like, "Yeah, I can't though. There's no option. If there was, I would be." You know? That's true. Yeah, you're basically segued into not that much if you do history. Like I, I'm a history fan more than i am a uh, uh, a fan of english mm-hmm. right i love reading books about history more so than fucking actual fiction yeah um so i i, I know a lot a lot in quotation marks i know mm-hmm. more than the average american <clears throat> about the revolution and i don't like hamilton as a political figure so i'm watching this and i'm like getting pissed because i'm like fuck this guy Fuck him and everything he stands for. Fuck the Federalists. And then I meet Thomas Jefferson in the play. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And like, oh, I'm Thomas Jefferson. And I'm like, that's not fucking Thomas Jefferson. First of all, yeah. I, I was like, why are these people black? I didn't understand why <laughs> they people were black in the first place. I didn't know. And I couldn't tell who was who because they weren't who I expected. I was like, oh, why is George Washington this, like, brown guy? Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, I, I, whatever. I don't give a shit. I don't care. It's a play. It's whatever. But, like, so my mind, my political, like, history nerd mind was like, okay, well, why the fuck were we picking a play about this dickhead? You know, and the songs were <laughs> fine and all this kind of stuff, so I enjoyed it overall. But, like, you know, I, I learned more about this guy from this play. I never cared about Alexander Hamilton because he never, he was on the right side of history, in my opinion. Oh. Um, you know, stuff like wanting to be, uh, have, uh, lifetime president and shit like that but yeah he had some ideas in those federalism papers that are not um not, not good a, that yeah not, not good idea. not good at least in my opinion not good yeah um, i mean yeah. some of his ideas are good i mean i just remember when ben was going through the federalism papers and like some of them are good but some of them are like eh, what you talking about homie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but before before we move into all into that stuff i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get there but um, watched that. Then I watched uh, Fantastic Beasts two. Oh, how was that garbage? Heap? I continued into my hair more, more Harry Potter. Um, it was fine. It definitely was not the first movie. 
I don't yeah. see how they're going to make three more. Have they said that they're actually going to make three more? I think the plan is to do five. Oh, I can't see that I going don't on. see how they're going to do that because I don't care about him. I only care about I care about the American stuff. Speaking yeah, of the Amer- well, the American stuff was dope. That was the best part about the first movie was like seeing the kind of American aspect to it. Yeah. Um, I don't care about yeah. Grendelwald because I know that he gets captured. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care because I because they show him in the in the original movies. Yeah, they show him in in, in Azkaban being interrogated by look, Voldemort. I just at this point, look, where are we gonna when are we gonna get Voldemort in these fucking movies? Because it's gonna happen. Because it's a fucking prequel. So like I would rather just have a Harry Potter sequel about again Dark Wizard Hunter. Yeah, that's what I want. I don't want to see this Newt Newt Scalamander guy. Yeah, I also just don't is. like. The, his portrayal in general of that character. I don't know. I find it weird. It's He's that weird, socially awkward thing that I don't find endearing at all. I don't know. I don't like that in main characters. I find it really off-putting a lot of the time. Fucking yeah, it's that like, hey, I'm quirky and I'm weird. Yeah, I hey, I, I'm like, I'm a wizard, but also I should be in Perks of the Wallflower. Yeah. I like I shit with his fucking beast stuff where he's got the fucking menagerie of all the magical creatures. That part was dope, but like... That's like barely even any part of the fucking movie. Well, uh, the, in this movie, he like is working for Dumbledore. They want the Ministry of Magic wants him to be an Aura because his brother's yeah, and an Aura. The other thing too, where they like built him up as like this fucking super wizard shit, like yeah. fucking Harry Potter, and I was like, I don't see him as that. Like his brother is an Aura, mm-hmm. and he should be the one who's like kicking ass. Like, why would Newt didn't go to school to be an Aura? Also. Is there a wizard college? I don't think so. I think you or, just have high school, and then at that point, they're like, all right, you decide now. How the fuck would you become a good wizard hunter if you didn't go to college? Like, you went to high school, and we're going to make you a wizard hunter? I assume that when you join, they have, like, a boot camp, probably, I bet. I assume, too, but, like, you would think that, like, you go to four years of college so you could, like, understand how to do, like, you know... Maybe. I don't know, no, dark no. wizard shit. I don't know. I did. I didn't care for it. It was fine in terms of like, it mm-hmm. was a movie. Um, the first one's better. Uh, I don't see how they're gonna make three more. So, uh, but I'll watch them. I didn't. I'll, I'll I didn't know them. they were trying to make three more. So, yeah. um, I don't know if I'll ever watch it. I mean, I like the first one, but like, I don't know. I had really no interest in watching the second movie at all. Um, Not missing much. And then I saw reviews, and everybody was saying that it was like basically meh. And I was like, well, if it's meh, I'm not the gonna really big waste like my time, twist so. is like, oh, you know, the bad guy or like the um, not the bad guy, the fucking like big uh, wolf de doo of the first movie, the weird looking kid. Yeah. He's supposed to be like the fucking like he has magic, but he's like repressed or whatever the fuck that character's name is. It's the weird good dude that turns into a fucking tornado or some fucking dumb yeah, shit. Yeah, um, I forget his name. It's like Festus or some, I don't know what the fuck yeah. it's called. Some, bu- the bullshit guy. Mm-hmm. He, um, he gets captured or not captured, but recruited by Johnny Depp's character, uh, Grendel, Grendelwald. Yeah. Who looks like Jack Frost. Yeah, and the big, like, oh no, is that, okay, well he tells him, hey, by the way, you, uh, your family shunned you. Your real family did you a bigger disservice. You're actually, your real last name is Dumbledore. Oh my fucking God. So they're, they're saying that he's supposed to be Dumbledore's, like, other brother. Oh, I thought, well, that's better. I thought he was going to be, like, he was Dumbledore's kid or no, something. Dumbledore's gay, shit. remember. 
Dumbledore's gay. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Dumbledore's gay. Obviously, they can have kids if they adopt somebody who wouldn't be a Dumbledore. But, like, it's supposed to be like, oh, you're, like, the long-lost son of or brother of, like, Dumbledore, then the Dumbledore sister, then the Dumb- other Dumbledore yeah. brother. Like, all this shit. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I also just don't care about Dumbledore that much. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'd rather see more... Again, I want to see more American shit. Mm-hmm. I want to see more American stuff. I don't care about this new guy. I think the character is really boring. Um, but with that being said, I'll still watch. I'll still watch three more because it's mm-hmm. still Harry Potter, I guess. And I still enjoy those. I enjoy the world, the world building. Yeah. But the world building in these movies is still better than the than other stuff. Yeah, you know that's so, true. Um, then I read some Vince Flynn novels. He's a spy thriller guy, or he's dead Ooh. now, but he's spy thriller. Um, mm-hmm. I've been pushing my way through his books. They're good. They're really great spy fiction. Okay. Um, it's about the movie American Assassin with Dylan O'Brien. Yeah, I like that based, movie. Based on and, uh, uh, Michael Keaton. Books. Yep, it's based on his novels. Okay. Or based on his novel, American Assassin. There's more novels. Um, okay. Really great series. It's a book series that my dad loved, and he gave he, he gave me the books, so I've been reading them. Um, if you don't like conservative... Uh, terrorist hunting, no bullshit stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't don't read these. These are about. This is a series from a conservative guy. It was who, like the first movie was like he fucking is like a his what is what his girlfriend gets killed by like a terrorist. And oh, he so like in, goes in, on this like crusade. In the book series, his it's the it takes place like it, the the guy is uh, Mitch Rapp is the character. Mm-hmm. But he's older than the character is in the movie. He's like, no, okay. they 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 aged him up to match Dylan O'Brien. But okay. um, his what his girlfriend gets killed in a terrorist attack in an airplane called the the Pan Pan Am bombing, which is real life okay. uh, terrorist attack that that killed a bunch of people on the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets recruited to by the from the CIA to become an assassin. Like though not not he's not a spy. He's not he's he's literally like the CIA is like hey. We have to do something, and we're gonna make yeah. we're gonna make solid snakes, and yeah. that's pretty much all it is. It's him being solid snake through all these books, okay. and it's it's twenty four Jack Bauer, Kiefer Sutherland, solid snake, esque okay. spy stuff. But he his job is to just kill people, and when you take away, like I love spy books, but they're not spy books in the sense of like, hey, here's a fucking Smiley George Smiley book, which is all fucking. Thinking yeah. and like fucking d- double, triple layers of double agent shit, like prop proper yeah. spy book. Mm-hmm. Vince Flynn books are like this. Hey, you like hour long TV dramas about guys killing people? I got the best book for you. <laughs> you know, and that's all it is, and that's that's fine with me. Okay. So and they're very fun, action packed, like hoorah, like revenge filled, action packed books. Okay. Um, they're really fun for what they are. So I'm reading those. Okay. The last two things I want to mention. Yeah, man. Lay them on me. Before we move on to news. Mm. Excuse me. I mentioned last week mm-hmm. that there's supposed to be G.I. Joe figures coming out. <gasps> Dude, that was an update. I went to Target and I tried to find them and I saw the little basket that was empty. And I was like, motherfuckers. So, Hasbro. Posted on their Instagram and their social media, mm-hmm. being like, "These are coming out eight one, 
August yeah. 1st, they'll be in stores. Mm-hmm. Target was like, nope, the street day is 8-14. Everyone on Twitter mm-hmm. and social media is like, hey, Hasbro, call Target. Yeah. Get this shit figured out. Okay. I'm scrolling through social media, YouTube, toy hunt videos, all this stuff. Some mm-hmm. Targets are putting them out. No Targets where I'm at are putting them out. I've been okay. to Target every day for the last week trying to find these fucking figures. Mm-hmm. Cobra Trooper, Beachhead, Cobra Island, um, uh, uh, fucking uh, Baroness 2-Pack. Yeah. There's another reskin of, uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, Ripcord, right? No, Black Guy, whatever the fuck his name is. I forget his name. I don't remember. Um, these four figures, I've been trying to find them. Can't find mm-hmm. them anywhere. I'm mm-hmm. checking fucking inventory checklists on YouTube or on, on, on Google. Um, Pop Finder, Bricks, Brick Seek, Seek, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm checking UPC codes every day. Yeah. Trying to find these figures to be in stock. No one has them. And by the time 814 comes around, I guarantee I won't fucking find them. Because they're Target right. exclusives. I'm going to go on Amazon or, or fucking eBay, and I'm mm-hmm. going to see these $20 figs for fucking yeah. 60 bucks, which I'm, I already am. Yeah. So that bothers me, because Hasbro is fucking bullshit. And then my frustration would stop there, if if there wasn't more bullshit. Tell me. Tell me other bullshit. On Monday, the AEW figures, exclusively at Walmart, were supposed to drop. Okay. I've been to Walmart every single day this past week. Multiple Walmarts mm-hmm. a day. Three Walmarts a day. No figs. No so figs? Pe- people reach out to the guy. His name's uh, Jeremy Padauer. He runs like he, like the, the AEW figure toy line for the toy company that he works for. Jazzware mm-hmm. or whatever. He's like on Twitter, I'm going to reach out to Walmart. I'm going to see what's going on. Right. He posts some tweets. Hey, guys, um, they're going through a big reset in their toy aisles. So every Walmart is going to be, you know, putting them out when they can. Mm-hmm. You know, they're on pallets. It's COVID. All this bullshit. So I go to all these fucking Walmarts, and I see the reset happening. There's a piece of paper attached to the fucking racks with the plan there. Mm-hmm. On the paper, it says, implement date week of 8 3 or whatever, 12 right. a.m., five Walmarts in my area. Not one aisle has been reset. Mm. I haven't found a single fig. Now, other people on the internet and across the country are finding these Walmart figure exclusives. Mm-hmm. I am so fucking frustrated that these fucking toy companies are making exclusive figures with places that don't give two shits. Yeah. I don't give two stupid. shits. And you can you could pre-order the AEW figs from other places and get them. You can. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to get all of them. But the idea that I have to fucking do all this bullshit for toys really, yeah. really frustrates me. And I understand they're toys. But this is business, baby. I'm trying to pay hey, money man. for these fucking toys. And Walmart, and they don't give a fuck. Walmart doesn't give a shit no. about putting these toys out, man. They don't fucking care. Mm. I don't know, man. It's killing me. It's, it makes me want to stop collecting certain toy lines. Damn. You know, like, I had the next wave of G.I. Joe figures 
pre-ordered, and they're supposed mm-hmm. to come out in like November. But they're already mm-hmm. showing up on in fucking the West Coast at that to- at Toy Story, Are they? Targets. Yeah, fuck. They're already showing up. So why That's the fuck? The, why the fuck is my pre-order all the way for fucking like November or some shit? But they're coming in stores right now. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. It doesn't make any up. sense at all. It's killing me, man. Like I want to collect all the GI Joe figs. Mm-hmm. Target exclusive, Amazon exclusives, fucking bullshit. Just make the fucking toys. Let me fucking buy them. Let me put them in my fucking display case, and I can be happy. Mm-hmm. Like, example, before we move the news and I start ranting. If you're gonna make bareness with the motorcycle, the two pack, mm-hmm. exclusive to Target, even though that character is like one of the most wanted characters of GI Joe. Yeah. Why would you make an exclusive and one I haven't seen one person find it? I haven't seen one person find this figure. Yeah. So I know that eight fourteen was that next Friday? Eight fourteen? Eight fourteen next two, Friday. Yeah. I'm gonna be fucking busy. Yeah. Driving to every fucking target to hope that I can find these fucking figs. Yeah. I guarantee I'm not gonna find a single one. They're all gonna be bought and scalped by some dickheads. Yeah. All right. Let's move the news. We got All one! Right. Zach. Yes. What's hot? Uh, Marvel's Avengers, uh, apparently. Um, oh. Avengers game. Uh, beta's out. I have not played it. I've seen some of the gameplay. I watched um, a guy playing a little bit on a live stream today. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about this game. Because, like... On the one hand, I like, you know, I do like the Marvel superheroes. Um, I like some of the superheroes that are coming out. Hawkeye seems rad. Um, Hulk looks fun to play. I hope Captain America's fun because he's my favorite. So I hope that that's fun to play. I really don't care about anybody else, though, at least from what they've announced so far. Maybe Spider-Man, which I guess is a tie-in to this as well. But I don't know how I feel about this because I fucking hate destiny games and this is just like a giant superhero destiny game and i hate that shit i hate that anthem destiny borderland well not borderlands i guess but that you know open world constant like quests uh you know group boss raid type of games Wait, i don't know that's, that's what this not is? my thing yeah it's like a it's like a what is it what are they? What are they fucking? What's the fucking fucked up term they use to describe these live service? It's a live service game, so it's like you pay the original sixty, and then all the DLC is free, which I guess is better than Destiny, where you have to fucking pay for the expansions. But all the DLC that comes out is free, but it's the constant live service thing. So like the single player is probably going to be dog shit, and then the whole hook of the game is like constantly doing these like online quests and raid battles and stuff like that and like that's gonna be like the real hook of the game have they showed any of that yet um they showed a little bit and uh they've been having these like war tables which is like they're like you know developer uh updates sort of and like i mean they've described that kind of stuff in like those developer updates because i've watched um max has watched a few of them because i mean i feel like max is on the same wavelength as me which is like He's interested in the game, but he doesn't know how interested he is yet. So I've been watching the war tables with him. Um, and nothing that they've shown in these war tables. First of all, 
nothing character wise has really pulled me out from these uh, these war tables. Um, and the the whole business model that they have is something that like I just don't enjoy at all, which is that live service destiny type of shit. Um, just the constant upgrades like the anthem destiny, all that type of I'm trying to think of another example, but those are the two that like jump into my head. Um, I it's looked like... at the gameplay from like just YouTubers, and mm-hmm. the gameplay looks like shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it it's... looks like we're we're ten years ago. Yeah, I mean, well, the, the original like trailers that they had looked like fucking like P- early PS3 type well, shit. Like, which the, the actual like the... it looks a little better from that, but I mean, I looked at gameplay. I posted a link in the art in our news doc from from Brad yeah. Brad, which is you no know, obviously a really big YouTuber, like Let's Play YouTuber, and mm-hmm. like graphically and, and polygonally the game looks fine yeah. but in terms of it being a game in 2020 it looks like a game from fucking playstation 2 it yeah. looks like a trash game it does not look good it does not look fun it looks which is bad. weird also because these are the same people this is crystal dynamics like these are the people that did tomb raider which i fucking love the tomb raider games i think those games are super fucking fun so the f- fact that this game looks like fucking dog shit like this, I don't know. Well, it doesn't, that's not fair. It doesn't. I don't think it looks like dog shit, but it definitely doesn't look like a fucking PS4 game. That's well, for sure. Again, I'm not not when I say it looks like shit. I don't mean graphically. I mean the fact that I'm I'm mashing square. Yeah. And I'm running. It looks like a really bad PS2 game. Yeah. Like I thought we were beyond this. Fucking hallways. Like I I, I like hallway games. If yep. there's a good story, it's an RPG elements. God of War is a perfect example of a hallway-based game that mm-hmm. I like. This is not. This is this is the wrong direction. Yeah. Um. And also, you add in the fact that we're people are going to get Spider-Man. Yeah. But he's exclusive to PlayStation. I don't know. I mean, I get why people are upset, but I mean, it doesn't bother me too much because I've always I was going to buy the PS5 anyway, so uh, I mean, that's already you, doesn't affect me that you much. You mean but. the biggest Marvel character? Yeah. Of all time. I mean, the it's going to be the Marvel one character. that, honestly, as far as like characters that are going to make you sell the game, that's the character that's going to get people to buy the game. Like, and so the fact that it's exclusive is weird. I know that the MCU has made Iron Man an important character. But comic book fans never gave a shit about Iron Man. Yeah. People care about Spider-Man. Yeah. So the idea that that's exclusive to the PlayStation, which I, I don't give a fuck, so I'm not buying the game either way. I'm yeah. just saying, like, that's such a stupid business decision Yeah. to make the biggest... That's like, hey, you know what? Hey, we're releasing DC's Justice League, and you can only play Batman on the Xbox. Yeah. It's fucking Batman. Yeah. No, like that's not Captain America. Spider Man is better than Captain America. This is yeah. Spider Man. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were like, "Hey, Marvel's Avengers on PlayStation only, you can get uh, Wolverine." I get it. Okay, it's fine. It's Wolverine. I don't know. I feel like it would put Wolverine on that same pedestal almost, though. As far as like name recognition and like what would people to get, what would get people to buy it? I feel like he and Spider Man on like on that. If it, similar no, if it level. was an X Men game, sure. Yeah. But it's an Avengers game. Well, that was the shit that makes me the most pissed off is that there's no fucking X-Men in this fucking game. And we're already right. past the point where it's like, they fucking own the X-Men again. Why the fuck am I not seeing X-Men you know, in this fucking I'm game? scrolling through Disney Plus and what, what do I see on Disney Plus? X-Men. They, do they have the X-Men on Disney yeah, Plus? Yeah, Fantastic okay. Four, X-Men, yeah. X-Men 1, X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. It's on Disney Plus, you know. 
I, I just don't think this is a smart move, and I yeah. think that people who do care about this game, it's gonna make them, it makes them pissed, and I understand why they'd be pissed. Cause I'd be pissed too. Yeah. If I gave a shit about this game, but I've, yeah, I don't care about this game. I've been saying that since we, since we've seen trailers for it a year yeah. ago or whatever. I think it looks. I don't like know. Crap. I mean, I might try the beta, and maybe if playing it, maybe it's better. But yeah, I mean, I just. From there watching is, people play it, it's no not getting me super excited. That you can let me watch Thor fighting humans mm. and it take longer than two seconds. Yeah. It's Thor. Yeah. And there's a scene in the opening in this gameplay where you're on a bridge fighting humans as Thor. You're fucking Thor. Yeah. That should not be in this game. Black yeah, Widow, but I mean, Cap. at some point you got to video game it up, because I mean, if you're just like, because I mean, even Star Wars had the similar type of thing where it's just like, I mean, if you're just one shotting every single enemy that comes across your path, no, I, I understand that's not Star fun. Wars explained it though. You're not a full Jedi. Yeah, you and 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 even then, Jedi's can't go out there and fucking beat up a thousand stormtroopers by themselves. They can't do it unless you're, you know, it's anime. Yeah, but like. It makes sense why whatever the fuck his name is in Fallen Order or whatever the fuck his name is mm-hmm. um, can't do that because you weren't you weren't finished, you left, you know. Yeah. I get it. Yes. But Thor, Thor, yeah. the god of thunder, can fly around and lit- like literally like bullets don't hurt you. Yeah. So I'm I'm the opening fight scene is him fighting humans, Hulk. What yeah. are we doing? Like it's it's like. You have to dumb down the characters for the game, and I get that. But, like, it would have been smarter to be, hey, here's a Captain America game. Mm. That makes more sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would make more sense, but, I mean, also, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to look past that kind of stuff from the video game aspect of, like, you know, Thor not being able to one-shot all these humans and stuff like that. I'm able to look past that from, like, a Because, I mean, even in... Because I remember the game that I fucking loved when I was a kid was the fucking, um, what was it? It was the Incredible Hulk game that was on the GameCube. And, like, even in that game, he's not, like, one-shotting every single person. That's ridiculous. Um, he's not! I mean, that's ridiculous. That's, that's, I mean, that's, he should be. It's, it's video gaming it up. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. Um, so, I mean, I'm willing to, you know, pe- pe- sidestep that kind of stuff. But, I mean, I mean, the biggest thing for me that's, like, a deterrent for me is, like, not even the gameplay, because I haven't seen too much of the gameplay combat-wise, other than, like, you know, the stuff in the war tables and stuff like that. Um, and for me, obviously, honestly, with gameplay, I feel like I have to touch it, and if I don't have enjoy playing it, then that's my verdict from that. I really don't get too much from trailers. As far as, like, I mean, the over- overview of the gameplay is fine, but, like, as far as, like, me judging whether it's fun or not, I really don't know until it's in my hand. But, like, I mean, it goes back to me where it's just, like, none of the characters that in, in that they're showing in the game so far are, like characters that make me want to play the game like i don't give a fuck about kamala khan or whatever i don't give a fuck about black widow i don't give a fuck about iron man hulk's kind of interesting um thor would be cool but like i don't all the gameplay stuff that i've seen with thor doesn't look particularly fun i haven't seen too much stuff from captain america but i assume he's just like a regular like melee beat him up which is like i feel like that would get boring after a while so i mean hawkeye would be the most interesting thing to me um and then spider-man but those are all those are both dlc characters so they're not characters i'm not gonna i'm gonna be able to play with off the jump so i'm already like out of it with from that aspect um so i don't know 
I think the game looks like trash, and I, I, I if people like it, good. For, I hope it. I hope you. I hope you enjoy it. Um, but to me, Thor should be in the fucking in fighting fairies and demons, and that makes more sense to me. Yeah. Um, like he is in the comic book. Like him fighting humans does make sense to me, because he can throw his sword, his has he throw his axe or a fucking hammer. Yeah. And it would literally go through people's bodies. Like, it, it will not stop, correct? Uh, I believe so, yeah. You could throw it. Like, he was going to kill Loki in, 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 the, in Ragnarok. He could throw the yeah. fucking hammer and just pull, recall it back, and it will go through people's bodies. He yeah. can punch people and make them explode. It does not make game logic or story logic unless they were like, oh, these people are actually robots. These people, and that's, like, fucking lame. Yeah. That's that bullshit. Like, like they, they did that in... um. They do it all the time in games where they don't want to have like uh like in TMNT. They don't want to have you kill they don't want to have you kill yeah. humans. Like yeah. in, in like TMNT twenty twelve, the cartoon, like they fight like robots because they don't want them to like, you know, samurai sword, fucking like ninja sword that people in half. Yeah. You know? And I get it. It just like it, this game just looks rough. The Spider Man yeah. exclusivity is rough. The Kamala Khan being a ma- a major character is rough. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned on the podcast a while ago. When that happened, like, she's not a popular character, and she never has been. Yeah, well, look, I mean... Look at uh, sales. That Those sales don't tell you that she, she's a character that people care about in the comic book. They don't. Yeah. It's, not, it's just not the case. People care about Spider-Man. Yeah. And making Spider-Man exclusive, because it's a Sony character, or whatever you want to do, however you want to describe it, is just really piss-poor, you know, work for me, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what what do you feel excellent. about Sam Neill? I'm fucking jacked. Fucking excited. I, I saw that shit. It was like, I saw that shit and then I saw that you posted it in the news and I was... Because I think I saw that I was at work because I was looking up, looking for stories to put in my newscast. I was like scrolling through the trending on Twitter and I was like, Sam Neill popped up. I was like, Sam Neill? Sam Neill got to say. And I was like, oh, he's going to be in the next Jurassic World? Fucking down for it. Let's go. I'm down. So he, Sam Neill posted on Twitter, Instagram, being like, "Hey, this next movie is going to be really great. You know, yeah. it's it's, uh, it's more practical effects. It's going to be a great story. I'm excited." So. Posted a picture of his hat, but from what oh, I yeah, but what I understand, I was listening to a podcast who is infinitely more into um, Ghostbusters, and, and they're older. The hosts are older than you and I. Mm-hmm. One of the hosts is a huge like kaiju Jurassic Park fan. Mm-hmm. Um, the podcast is called Yes Have Yes Have Some, and they're mm-hmm. one of the guys is like, yeah, that's not even the Jurassic Park one hat. That's yeah. a Jurassic Park three hat. And I was like, yeah. huh, really? I had no idea. So like, even an... oh, I don't so even then, it's like, what are you doing, guys? Why aren't you using the right hat? I'm trying to remember now. I'm trying to remember because I don't even remember. I think he loses his hat for most of the fucking movie in Jurassic Park One. Like in the, most of the movie, he's not even wearing a hat. His ascot is more memorable than his fucking hat. But I personally don't care about him coming back. I mean, wasn't Jeff Goldblum in the last movie? Uh, yeah, for like all of like five seconds because he had like one scene where he was like in. 
a courtroom and he had he said the line where nature finds a way and then that was it that was all that but i know this movie is supposed movie. to be him goldblum and laura dern are all coming I mean, back and along with chris pratt and dakota or whatever um that's just bryce many dallas howard that, bryce dallas howard because uh, that's just too many people at that point there's too what, many main characters what are they gonna do for jurassic well, world 3 Jurassic World Three is the fucking dinosaurs are fucking out and about, dude. You got fucking dino, you got Velociraptors running through national forests. You got fucking Tyrannosauruses in the middle of you know swimming pools and doing some weird fucking shit. And that's that's all it is. Dra- dinosaurs in the well, they had that because you remember they put out like I think right around COVID they put out like a mini movie that was like um, hitting towards it where it was like people were camping out and then they got trashed by i think like uh like an ankylosaurus that like trashed through this like rv campground and then there was like an allosaurus that like was like hunter ground so it's just like you know dinosaurs are just like in the fucking you're, wild you're like, like saying like, all these all these dinosaur names and like i have no idea what the fuck they are look just know that all dinosaurs are fucking cool they just all tell me fucking like, rad you have to explain which is it the hammer tail okay an, an, an ankylosaurus is a club tail Allosaurus okay. is a smaller version of Tyrannosaurus Rex with longer arms. Okay. Um, and then those are the two that showed up in the mini movie. Uh, you got the Utah Raptor, which is like the actual name uh, of the Velociraptor. The what? The Utah Raptor? Utah. It's the official name of the Velociraptor because um, oh, okay. they were found in Utah, so they're called Utah oh, Raptors. Because okay. um, that's the actual one that has like the claw foot is the Utah Raptor. Right. Um, okay. They're also the ones that are supposedly in Jurassic Park 3 because the Utah Raptors are the one they they think had feathers on them. And so they they thought that those were much more closely related to birds. I, yeah. w- I want to ask, like I, I really do want yeah. to ask why you give so much of a shit about dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs, man. I don't but know. The, but, just, but I bef- love dinosaurs and kaijus, man. Before I can, the words could escape my lips, I think about like how many times I've explained like common rider to people yeah or like battleizers from power rangers or like megazords or like yeah you know stuff like that and I go okay I get it like I get yeah. it I understand I just don't like dinosaurs which we've talked about four or five thousand times in this podcast I just don't like dinosaurs yeah. and even like the super sentai the, the, the kaiju portion of mm-hmm. super sentai I don't give a fuck about right I like the Sentai part, mm-hmm. which is why I prefer Common Rider. But right. like, hearing you talk about dinosaurs, and like, you're still visibly excited for Jurassic World three, even though two and one were bad. First of all, one's okay. Two was bad. One is um, okay, and two is trash. Well, yeah, two is garbage. And then Jura- and Lost World was trash, and so is Jurassic Park three. Like First we've been all, through Jurassic before. Jurassic Park three had some exciting stuff in it, and Jurassic Park two well, is it's not on that, that bad. It's on Netflix. Go back and watch them and tell me if they're good. I still. know. You know what? I'm about to go through the whole fucking trilogy, and I'll see you next week, bud. I was gonna watch two and three last night, and I was like, you know what? Uh, Why would you skip one? Because I've seen it like four times this year. Oh, all right. Also, real quick. I'll watch all three probably next week. Because, yeah, I did see that they have all three on Netflix now. And I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that Jurassic World 3 Dominion yes. is 
probably like on the bottom of my will watch this year list or next year, whatever comes out. I think it's supposed to be. Next I have year. no desire to see it. I don't know why they're doing it besides money, obviously. Once, yeah, money. Um, I, I I don't I don't, really I don't know care. the hook of the hook of dinosaurs in the real world. I mean, it goes back to the whole thing of like. You could replace dinosaurs with anything, and it's got that but same. But we're already gonna get that movie better in Godzilla vs Kong. Oh, I can't wait. That's so gonna be so good much better. Kaiju stuff coming out. This is the time kaiju fans are. Oh, this is the time for kaiju fans. I don't. Oh care, but do you consider dinosaurs kaiju? I mean, in the technical aspect that they're giant monsters, then yes. If you put kaiju basically down to the fact that they're I giant monsters, I can tell you right now. Jurassic... Also, Godzilla is a giant dinosaur, so... I can tell you right now that I'm going to predict Jurassic World 3, not in the terms of, like, what's going to happen in the movie in terms of story beat, but I can okay. tell you segments, like, for sure. Okay. Insert raptor scene, like every other one. Well, obviously, yeah. Insert... Well, I mean, it's like, just look at Jurassic World 1 and 2, and it's right. just like those whole movies are centered around the raptors. So. Insert Tyrannosaurus Rex-style dinosaur... Who gets topped by another bigger unseen? Oh no, we didn't know that one existed. Animal. Honestly, if they go back to the whole fucking genetically modified shit, I'm gonna be disappointed because that they did to. that in one and two, and it was even more boring in two than it was in one. But although but, in two they did have that in Jurassic World two they did have the great scene where he fucking played possum and he winked at the camera and I was like, all right, you're cheesing it up. I dig that. That's that whole portion, which is the last, what, last third of the movie? I think so, yeah. It's the, when they're in the mansion. And yeah, if that's... All that shit. Was literally some of the worst movie I've ever seen. Well, the whole point that he has a fucking giant basement that is able to fit dinosaurs underneath the mansion and nobody fucking knows about it is fucking ridiculous on its head. He, so. That whole that whole story beat was complete ass. Yeah. And no, there's no one can say otherwise. That movie, yeah. that movie sucked. Uh, is it more ass than the fact that the girl decided to save the dinosaurs because she's also a clone? The fact that, that shit was garbage. I was thinking about the clone thing yesterday, actually. The that fact shit, that the girl's a clone sense. makes me mad. It makes it, it makes me mad. It makes me furious that like that's an actual like story beat in the fucking movie. Because like we didn't learn after the first Jurassic Park that we yeah. shouldn't play God. That was the whole point. Well, the, it's like, I mean, the only, that, Zach, that Zach, goes Zach, back to the whole, Zach. I mean, look, that goes back to the whole thing of Terminator. It was like, we didn't learn to Listen, not no. use AI. That's Terminator. my point. That's my point. The only other movie franchise that should have like ended after the first or second movie is Terminator. Yeah. And the idea that like, like, look, People died in Terminator 1. Mm-hmm. People died in Terminator 2. Yeah. Infinitely more shit could have happened with Jurassic Park Aftermath. And the idea that, like, human people were, like... Like, lawyers didn't just destroy that thing from existing... Mm. Is unbelievable. More more unbelievable than recreating dinosaurs. Like, that's more unbelievable than that. And that's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. But the idea that this was going to be a theme park, that 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 didn't shut it down completely, and then twenty years later it reopened, shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. Like that's more unbelievable to me than fucking dinosaur. That that's literally more unbelievable to me. You know, um, 
So, I mean, I'm going to watch it, obviously, because I see yeah. all of them. It's going to suck. You know it's going to suck. I think it's going to be fine. I don't think it's going to suck. I think it's going to be okay. I think I it's going to be better I think, than... I think you're just blind, what was the... blinded by... Lost Kingdom? It's going to be better Fallen than Lost Kingdom, Kingdom, I think. Fallen I think, Kingdom. I think you're just blinded by the fact that you like seeing fucking... Maybe. Dinosaurs. Maybe I'm by the fact that I fucking love some you, fucking... You're just blinded because you're the kind of guy, and I, I've known people like you my entire life... Okay. ...who, when the camera pulls up, pulls, pulls zooms out, and a dinosaur is like... Rah! You get fucking hyped. And I fucking love it, dude. I, I and, love it so much. Oh, my God. And I'm the opposite. I go, I don't care. I love it so much. God damn it. I get more. I'm the kind of guy who goes, when I the camera that. zooms out and you see fucking Bruce Lee, like, that's when I get, I go, okay. I get hyped for that, too, though. Yeah, but you like dinosaurs. I like both. So, but also you like roller coasters, and that means there's a problem. I do love problem. roller coasters. Look here, look. I mean, it's just like I love roller coasters. I love dinosaurs. I won't apologize for that. That's fine. Won't apologize for the way I live my life, Jason. I'm not telling you. I'm not saying you should, man. I mean, live your life the way you also, want to live it. Also, speaking fucking kaiju's. Jaws is not a kaiju. Jaws is a kite. He's an underwater kaiju. He's not a megalodon. He's a First shark. Of all, Jason Statham fucking beat up a megalodon with his fucking fist. That, in that that's movie. a kaiju. So not not the Jaws thing. He's the for, he's a kaiju for a realistic kaiju. Nah, I don't know, man. He's like fifty feet long or some shit. Next piece of news. We got one. All right. Uh, Seth Rogen is making a Team and T movie. Okay. And in an interview, he came out and was like, "I'm paraphrasing this, but." Yeah. I'm a lifelong fan of TMNT, and I want the teenage part of it to be kind of more, you know, pushed to the forefront um, versus, like, the ninja part. And I think that that's a really dumb statement because there's definitely been, like, the 2012 cartoon has Mm -hmm. definitely focused on the teenage part of it. There's definitely been a focus on the teenage part of it, but I get what he's saying. Um, I don't necessarily love that he's the guy making a TMNT movie. Mm -hmm. Um... I never watched Preacher, so I don't know how much he's willing to really like. I don't know if he's the kind of guy who's like, I enjoy this property. I actually enjoy the property, so I'm going to, to adapt it the way that I think it should be. I just know that I don't want any of Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen, to seep into this movie. So I do not want to turn on to walk into I've... the theater and see TMNT, and I see fucking Ralph being like fucking like. <laughs> I smoke weed. I, I, think, don't, I don't want to I see think that. as far as him adapting stuff, I wouldn't look towards Preacher too much because I think AEW or is it AEW? <laughs> no, fuck. AMC. AM, is it AMC? A&E. Right? Is A&E. It? No, AMC, right? Okay. AMC? I can't remember. Right. But their adaptation of Preacher, I think, was hamstrung by AMC in general just being, you know, a TV station and then also the budget that they were able to receive uh, for Preacher. As far as adaptations, I would look more towards the boys and what they were able to do with that because that's also Seth Rogen. Um, and but, I they, think... but they were also able... They, they did do some of the Jesus stuff with Preacher, though. I can't remember because, honestly, I only watched like two or three episodes like they, of Preacher they did before the fight scene off, where but... They did Jesse... His name's Jesse, right? 
Yeah, Jesse Custard. They did. They did Jesse fighting Jesus. So I know that they're they? wi- they're willing. He honestly to... doesn't even fight Jesus in the comic. So that's kind of weird that that's there. So I, I, I think he has that... a showdown with God, but he doesn't like fight Jesus. So maybe it's maybe I'm thinking of God. That maybe it's God. Maybe it's God. Um, but like I know that they're willing to clearly go the the distance, and nothing in TMNT is like you know Garth Ennisy. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worried about the content being too like graphic for them to to, to um, right translate. It's Honestly, more about getting the vibe. I think I think for me, um, as far as Seth Rogen adapting stuff, I think he has a fairly solid track record. Um, as far as like getting, especially with what you're talking about, I think he really, especially with stuff that he really cares about. And so I think it really comes down to how much does he care about TMNT and how much does he know what's there. Because I think for the stuff that he he knows what the heart of it is, and I think for stuff like, I mean, if you look at the boys and you look at Preacher, I think when he knows the material and he knows why fans like it because he's a fan of it himself, I think he does a fairly good job of adapting it. Mm-hmm. And so I think at that point it comes down to a question of how big of a fan of TMNT yeah. is he really? Because, um, again, the idea of pushing the teenage part to the forefront, I'm all I'm fine with. Yeah. I have no problem with that because the the Michael Bay ones are mm-hmm. in, were definitely more about the ninja. Yeah. Which I'm fine with as well. It, it goes The series goes... But the thing about TMNT, right, is that it ebbs and flows both ways. Like, it goes very much into the I always go stuff. back to the live action, man. That's always my fucking bread and butter. That's my favorite TMNT. Right. It's not mine, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. My favorite TMNT is 2003. That's the anime TMNT, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shit, too. That's, that's good shit. That's good shit, too. That's very much ninja. Yeah. That's very oh much yeah, that's ninja. super fucking ninja. That's yeah. super ninja. That's like they're not even teenagers at that point. They like basically act like just fucking adults. That's that's Sam Regal playing yeah. Donatello. That's yeah. super ninja. Um, yeah. But we'll see how that goes. Um, how do you feel about Dennis? I saw this, Dennis, my boy Dennis. Um, I. The fact that he says. So Dennis has said that he's basically sprinting to f- make sure that he finishes Dune on time. Um, I don't want him to use that phrasing. I would prefer, if he feels like he's sprinting to finish it, I would prefer that he just delays it. Because I feel like Dune is already a property that not a lot of people are, as far as the general population is concerned, are not on board with it initially. So I would rather you take your time and make sure that it's a good movie instead of trying to sprint and finish it on the suggested due date. I'd rather you just delay it and be like, hey, COVID stuff is happening, which is why he said that they're sprinting. We're going to have to take some more time to make sure that it's a product and an adaptation that is faithful in what the fans are looking for and is something that everybody can enjoy. The fact that he says that he's sprinting to try to finish it does not give me good vibes. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, I think any time that is kind of like Sprint, rush, come yeah. to mind together as synonyms. Anytime, like if you're just editing, yeah, okay. If you're still working on special effects, yeah. CGI stuff that makes me worried. If you're yeah. still shooting stuff, that's that's even worse. Did he actually clarify what he was, what they're I doing at this point? Don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. 
They said they were in post-production. So that's all going to be special effects, cutting, um, all that kind of jazz. Yeah. I'm definitely a little more... Yeah, he says here, the quote is, finish elements of the movie like VFX and the editing. So I, I, I'm less worried about um, rushing those because you can get those done on a, on a, on a crank. On a, you know, on a, uh, what's it called? A crunch. Yeah. A crunch. Yeah. A crunch. You can get those on a, on a crunch time. Um, but with a property that's been already so, like, disliked in the film yeah. realm, mm-hmm. I would really expect them to, like, just tenant it and be like, okay. Yeah. We're going to just kind of calm down, do what we got to do, make mm-hmm. it a good because it's not like it's a, like if 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 Dune, as someone who's never read Dune, but knows mm-hmm. enough about the context of Dune, if Dune was like, I don't know, Transformers, mm-hmm. where it's pretty straightforward, it mm-hmm. should be generally robots fighting. Yeah. It's not that though. It's like super political, super space opera-y, mm-hmm. super metaphysical philosophy based stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't want to rush those things because if you put out the last movie again, it's never going to happen after that again. No. Like, it's never going to happen again. Well, I mean, the only reason that he's getting it off the ground in the first place is because he's Dennis, and he's done yeah, so right. much He's done so much cool shit. Right. Everybody's like, oh, he can do Dune. But, yeah, if he's going to rush it out, yeah, it feels like it's because the there's wrong. there's no other director who has, like the sci-fi pedigree to make that movie currently. Maybe, um, I could say maybe Alex Garland, maybe, but like... Even him, his he has, what, three to his name right now? Um, I don't know. He's got a bunch of... He's got some TV stuff, though, too. Ex Machina. So obviously, doing... he, wrote, he wrote 28 Days Later, obviously, Annihilation. Yeah, he's got... He did Dread. Did he write Dread? Let's look. Um... Director, Ex Ex Machina, Annihilation, Mm -hmm. Devs. Yeah. He wrote Dread uh, 28 Days Later and Sunshine. Okay. So even him, like, Hollywood would give it the shot, obviously. But I I look at Annihilation and go, well, Mm -hmm. I don't know what that movie was was about. (laughs) So I I can't even tell you the... To give it's you about this, some weird alien shit, man. I can't even tell you to give him this giant space opera and, like, you know, trust him with it. I, I, I don't think so. Okay. Because Annihilation was a movie about two people, and I don't know what the fuck happened. So you're going to give him a movie about... Give him a, a book series that has, like, how many characters? And, like, you know... I don't... I think Dennis is obviously the better pick still, obviously. I mean, yeah. Clearly Dennis is the better pick, for sure. But, but like... Dennis even has like you know an enemy. They're like, yeah, don't tell people what this what the spider meant. Yeah. Like he knows what it means. He's like, just don't tell him. Which could be bullshit. It could be like I don't know what it means. But he's like, Jake, don't tell no one. Yeah. Again, it could be a ploy to be like, hey, actually, I have no idea what the fuck it means. But I'm assuming he does because it's Dennis. Yeah. Um, what's next, Zach? Next up on the plate, um, excellent. It's a big week. Big week yeah, for fighting games. Lots of oh, stuff happened. Okay. I have um, seen none of this, so it's um, all on you to explain it to me. 
Okay, so, I mean, we talked about a little bit of the Fighter Roundtable last week, um, but this week, Capcom had their own summer update for Street Fighter V, which is, I guess this is the official last season, even though I think technically last the last season of characters was supposed to be the last one, but this is like the official last season of characters, I think. Because, I mean, PS5 is coming out, so they're going to have a new game for the PS5. Um, but this is carrying into the PS5. Um, so they announced uh, their new slate of characters, except for one. Um, and I'm pretty fucking excited about all of them. Because of... I've grown to appreciate the first character they announced more, which is Dan. Um, Dan Abiki is going to be in Street Fighter V now. Um, he's coming out in winter of this year, I believe. So sometime around November, December area, Dan will be in the game. Um, he looks fucking rad. He looks like he's got some cool ass shit with his taunts, and he can. can it looks like he can cancel his specials into taunts, which looks fucking sick as fuck. Um, so Dan's gonna be in the game. That's sick. Uh, Rose is gonna be in the game, and I played Rose numerous times. I played her a lot in uh, Street Fighter Four. Um, so I'm a big Rose fan. So I'm ha happy to see that she's back in the game. Um, third character they announced was they announced Oro from Street Fighter 3, Third Strike, and I think he might have been in, like, the first original Street Fighter, like, Second Impact, maybe. I don't know. I'm not too familiar with those. I really just know Third Strike. But Oro's going to be in the game. He's holding a turtle, so he's going to beat your ass while uh, balancing a turtle on his hand, so that's fucking sick. Um, I really like the concept of Oro, like, as a character, where he's just like, I'm so above all you fucking plebeians that, like, I really only have to fight with one hand and I can still beat your ass. Um... So Oro's going to be in the game. That's going to be fun. Uh, and then the last character that they announced, there's one more that they have yet to announce, but the last character they did announce was a character that I don't really don't have any connection with. I haven't really played this game too much, but it's from Rival Schools. Um, have you played Rival Schools, Jason? Oh, I played a ton as a kid. Okay, so you know the character of Akira in Rival Schools. Never played as her. Right? Okay. Her? Her. Um, I don't know too much about her. I mean, they showed some gameplay of her. She looks cool. She's got like a motorcycle helmet thing going on, and the character art they released for Street Fighter V looks rad. Um, but I don't, have, I don't have any real connection with her. But um, yeah, but yeah. It, I'm surprised they didn't like do the baseball character or the guy, the yeah. main character with the, with the school uniform on with the red that gloves. That was what the um, yeah, that was the thing that was um, I think he, I can't remember. Same as like. Boto or something like that. I can't remember what his name is, but Max said that too that they were surprised. But the everything that I was seeing from people that I was watching in the FGC was basically saying that like the fact that they chose this character is like they're not just going for rival schools of like oh this is a rival schools character this is a rival schools representation of like this is what like fans of rival schools wanted. Apparently she's like a fan favorite character in rival schools and like a character that like people wanted to see in other Capcom fighting games. So like. I think for a lot of people who had been like disappointed in Street Fighter V, which is like, I haven't picked it up in a long time, but apparently for a lot of these people, this what they showed in this trailer and in this developer update was very promising for the future of Street Fighter V and the future of Street Fighter VI. Because as far as that game's concerned now, Ono isn't really a part of that development anymore. Because I mean, honestly, he kind of fucked up Street Fighter V, so Capcom kind of demoted him they basically have made him like the esports guy now. And so now there's a new director for Street Fighter V and uh, a new producer as well. They're the ones that have been charged in like, who have been in charge in the last group of characters, which was like 
I didn't play too much of like the G and the Sagat in far as far as like that round of characters, but they were also responsible for the the development of Gil and Seth, who I fucking love playing as Seth. I think Seth is a fun fucking character in Street Fighter Five. Um, so I'm excited to get my hands on like Dan and Rose and Oro and like these are characters that like I have connections to and I really want to fucking play as. So um, this is fucking big. Can't wait. Can't wait for these. The only problem is that it's going to take so long for them to come out. Because Dan is like winter of twenty, winter of this year. I think Rose is like spring of 2021. And then Oro and Akira are like the summer of 2021. And, the, and then uh, whoever they have yet to announce, there's like one mystery character yet. And they're not until winter of 2021. So it's like, a, it's a really long development schedule. So Right. But yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I yeah, uh, still have never played Street Fighter Five. I mean, I played That's it a couple, played it. Of, a couple yeah. of rounds here and there, but I did. You just didn't like it, yeah. Didn't sink any time into it, like I did Street yeah. Fighter Four or any of the iterations of, of Four. Yeah. I just, I honestly, it's like the roster is getting a little bit to where it's like I like the characters within the game, but I just don't. I'm not a huge fan of the V-Trigger and the V-System. I don't know. It's just not something that I enjoy too terribly much. So Yeah. I get that. Well, hopefully that works out well. Yeah. Zach, how do you feel about Mulan coming to Disney Plus, but you have to pay $30? This shit is some fucking bullshit. We were talking about this in our newsroom. Because um, um, I think this happened like Wednesday or thursday was like when everybody started seeing this and it was like a whole <sighs> look i get the releasing stuff on demand trolls did it i don't get it releasing it on disney plus where i already have to pay 30 bucks when i'm already paying for disney plus yeah because at least with trolls it was like oh you're you can just pay for trolls outright you don't have to pay for like some separate streaming service mm-hmm. i don't know it feels like disney being fucking jackasses like why would i pay Thirty dollars, when yeah. I would just wait three, four months to get it with my regular uh, uh, annual fee, monthly yeah. fee. I'm also not that excited about Mulan in general, so it's like I don't know. I feel I don't know why this is the game that you're like gonna hinge this new business model on. I I get it. You'd make money, but the idea that you want people to pay in addition to their already already fee, like their fee that they already yeah. have, mm-hmm. blows my mind. Yeah, and that I get people are going to do it. Um, I think that Mulan looks fine. It looks like a kung fu wuxia movie, wuxia movie. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. But the idea that you want me to pay thirty bucks for something I know, I know I'm gonna get. Like, if it was like on, like with like with trolls or whatever, where yeah. or like Scooby Doo, where you don't know where it's gonna go. Like it was, it comes on Amazon. You can rent it through Amazon or whatever the fuck. Yeah. or other services. You don't know. Also, those movies are cheaper. Right. Where it's like Trolls is like twenty bucks, which I feel like is a reasonable price for a new but movie. But it's not like we don't know where it was gonna go. I don't know that no. Trolls was gonna go to Amazon Prime. I don't know if it was gonna go to Netflix. Yeah. I know where Mulan's gonna go. Yeah. The service that you're telling me to pay, pay. I'm gonna get it anyways. Yeah. So that I'm gonna pay thirty bucks to watch it now or wait five, six, seven a year. Why would I do that? Yeah. I'll just wait till it comes out to be the fee that I'm already paying. It makes no sense. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it, it, to me, it's, it, it, to me, it shows exactly, and this ties into what the AMC CEO says. I'm, I'm paraphrase this. Yeah. 
Yeah. That they, the AMCC says that we survived coronavirus and all they have to do is get back to work. You couple this with what Disney is doing with Mulan yep. and it is such a obvious sign that the movie theater industry is dying. Yeah. It is dying the same way that Blockbuster died. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that next month, next year. I'm saying within five to ten years. Yeah. We are going to, like we talked before, we are only going to see Avengers in theaters. We are not yeah. going to see fucking, you know, insert A24 movie. It's going yeah. to be fucking blockbuster, $150 million movies only. Yeah. And it's going to be two, three, four screens. Mm-hmm. That's it. They're not going to be to be able to sustain it, the same way Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, the same way Redbox can't sustain it. It's going to be the same thing. Yeah, it's just slowly happening, and the fact that people and it makes me sad. The fact that people are happy to pay money to watch a movie at home. I mean, the thing that gets me is that like. I don't know. I mean, I'm fine with, like, paying to watch a movie at home. Because, I mean, I rent stuff from Amazon all the time. But it's, like, the paying, like... But is it are they movies that you've seen before? No. Or are you going to pay movies that you've never seen before to watch at home? Because I can't stand yeah. it. No, yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to be... If it's a movie that I want to rewatch, I would definitely just, like, buy the Blu-ray or whatever or something like that. But it's, like... I mean, for p- buying, you know, new stuff that I haven't seen before... Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, I think Amazon has the best thing where they've got the rental, so it's like a cheaper deal. It's like basically going to Redbox or something like that. And so I feel like that's a little bit more where I'm like, I'm willing to shell out, you know, like four or five bucks to but like are, rent a but movie. But those movies are movies that have been out for. If you have the some option, of them, some of them are newer. If you have but... the option, mm. I'm you're going to see any movie. I don't care what it is. I'm not, not saying Tenet. Star, I don't care any movie mm-hmm. in theater. Or at home on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. You, what do you pick? Like same price and everything. Same price. No, I pick the theater every time. Theater every time. Yeah. Theater's five bucks more. Yeah. What do you pick? I probably still pick the theater. Still pick a theater, because it's the presentation of the movie. Yeah. You know, you're never going to get the same presentation as a movie theater that you're at your home. Yeah. Unless you're fucking, you know. Christopher Nolan, who you know for sure has, like, a dedicated fucking theater in his house. Yeah. You know, like, poor Quentin Tarantino. But, like, to act like I'm going to sit on my my ass on my couch and mm-hmm. that I'm going to pay... When I pay money, speaking of more news, mm-hmm. Bill and Ted 3 is coming out uh, a week earlier again as original. Fuck yes. It's coming out earlier, so August 28th, I believe. Yeah. But, like, I'm going to pay money to see that movie. For sure. Mm-hmm. By choice, no. It's going to be in theaters, but like, is any theater around me going to be open? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to pay money to see it because I want to see that movie. Yes. Yeah. But do I regret knowing that I'm not going to get the same experience? 150%. Yeah. I know it's going to be different. I know that's going to be not as good. I know it's not going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's just the further driving the stake into killing the movie theater business. Maybe, yeah. And people are people are letting it happen, man. People are going to regret this. Like, we don't regret 
blockbuster because people want to have instantaneous grat- gratification yeah. of seeing movies on Netflix and shit. But people are going to regret when fucking, you know, insert know. movie company just puts I mean, the movie I... on their TV. I don't know. I feel like people you and like you and I will regret it, but I feel like a lot, a lot, a lot of people are a lot more monkey brain than that. And I just feel like they're not even gonna care. I think they will, man. I think that people are gonna regret, like the middle aged, not like not necessarily not like the kids who are young who don't know blockbuster, right? But the kids who are like ten, eleven. When they get to be 30 or our age and they mm-hmm. realize that, that the theaters are gone, I think that they're going to realize that there was something else that was missing from life. You know, that the an experience is gone. Mm. Like, the same way that I feel about going to Blockbuster. I was, I was at CVS or Walgreens yesterday and I saw mm. a, a kid, like a, like a little kid, like five years old, and her mom. Like, it was a like mom and her daughter. And they're mm. at the Red Box. Like getting a movie from Redbox or whatever, and I was thinking to myself like, this is what this kid knows. Mm-hmm. It's like Redbox or Amazon Prime, like yeah. the idea of going to a store and walking through aisles does not even like comprehend, doesn't even make sense to this kid. Mm-hmm. And then and they'll never have that experience ever. It's never going to happen again. It's not coming back. Right. And then eventually, when this little kid is like fucking thirty. I just know the idea of going to a theater and buying popcorn and waiting in line is not going to exist. Right. It's not going to exist. And just more of the movie culture just slowly dying. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't um, know. So, yes, the Bill and Ted coming out a week earlier. Um, Amazon, AMC CEO saying they survived it, but we know they haven't. Yeah. Um, Zach, how do you feel about this Netflix documentary that you mentioned? Um, honestly, I saw the trailer and I think it looks rad. And it's a little bit more nuanced than what I put in there. It's not really just specifically about arcades. It's just about like early video games in general. Yeah. Um, which I mean, I'm there for. I mean, I'm. I mean, we've talked about we're both excited to watch the Midway documentary, and I mean, it's more of that type of shit where it's like. You know, golden age of like, you know, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, all that, all that, you know, the classic video games, you know, we grew up with as kids. And it's like learning about the history of them and, you know, what brought those kind of games to life and stuff like that. Um, I'm excited to get into this. Um, it, honestly, I mean, this is just the opening sequence to it. So it's really hard to tell where they're actually going from here. But um I'm always excited to learn more about like pop culture history oh, and stuff yeah, like that. Oh yeah, definitely. I think I think it's a cool concept. I'm I'm interested to see yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad that's coming out so soon. Unlike the Midway yeah. one. Yeah. Which is still I still believe it's undetermined of when I'm gonna be able to see it. Mm. Which still pisses me off. Um, yeah. So this and this lame. is called uh, High Score, right? High Score. Yeah. <sighs> Excuse me. August. I think August eighteenth, nineteenth. I think it's nineteenth. Okay, that's good. I'm down. I'll binge yeah. watch it in one day. You know, that's the kind of kind yeah. of thing I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'll definitely what probably binge. What else on our news list, man? Uh, let's see. What else we've got? Um, I hadn't seen too much about this. I'd really only seen the picture about it, but the Rocksteady 
Suicide Squad game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sounds really fucking stupid. I want a fucking Batman game. Give me more Batman. Um, I don't even know. I don't know. I, um... I feel like it's gonna... I feel like, especially since they're going through, like, the Suicide Squad angle, I feel like it's gonna be the fucking Avengers shit, where it's gonna be, like, that same type of game. I would not be surprised. But also, like... Why why Suicide Squad? I feel like cuz I feel like for me the thing that I think of with Suicide Squad was that I mean you have the movie obviously and so people have yeah. the name set for it and regardless of how the movie went I think name recognition wise I don't know why but I feel like it left a better taste in its mouth than Justice League for some reason. Yeah, um yeah, I think so too. Um, so I feel like people have more of a, uh, a willingness to like go towards that kind of thing. Plus we already got Batman. And so I think it goes back to the thing where it's like people, they probably wanted to see like, Oh, people like suicide squad because of the movie people, yeah. it's a t- chance to let people play as a group of antiheroes in a game, which is, you know, people love their fucking antiheroes. So how much, uh, like how much do you think we're going to see Harley Quinn? Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if she's on the fucking box. Honestly, I'm more surprised that, like, from the image that they showed, that's more of a tease for Deadshot than it is for Harley Quinn. I expect it's a Harley Quinn thing for sure. I feel like this is gonna... I don't know. I I have zero care for this fucking game. I've I've only played part of the, the last Arkham one. I played the first half of it. Um, the Batmobile stuff, honestly, the Batmobile stuff got really old for me. That shit fucking... I hated that shit. Sucked, man. I hated that shit. So I, I... That's why I didn't finish the game, because I was so fucking over it. Yeah. No, I didn't finish it either. For the Um, same reason. I, I, I... This makes me so sad that they're not gonna do, like, a Teen Titans game. Yeah, I feel like that would be more interesting, because, yeah, I feel like... That's the other thing, is that I feel like there's more interesting teams in DC... I mean, honestly, rather than Teen Titans, I would just be excited for just the Titans in general. Just like yeah. DC New 52, like Nightwing, you got Aqua, or what is he? He's not Aqualad. What the fuck? Tempest, I think is his name. Just like, you know, the older Teen, teen Titans, but older. It's like young adults yeah. rather than teenagers. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just eh. Eh. Yeah, I think it's a. Uh... Maybe the gameplay will be fun, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, well, we will. Uh, we can rush through some of these last things before we call it for the day. Okay. Uh, Matt Cardona, a.k.a. Zack Ryder, mm. premiered at AEW Dynamite this past week. Uh, his tag team partner from WWE, Brian Myers, a.k.a. Um, Kurt Hawkins, premiered at Impact Wrestling. Okay. At least before that. So we got a lot of a lot of pro wrestlers were let go from WWE. They're premiering mm. their de- debuting at other companies impact and AEW being two of the big ones okay um john wick four and five are going to be filmed back to back matrix yeah. two and three style or back to the future two and three style um i think that they need to call the series after five i personally yeah. think so mm, i think yeah i would agree with that that's some of the only... Star Trek got cancelled. That's fine. 
Was this a movie or was this a TV show? I think this was supposed to be the movie, I thought. Which movie was this? Was there a this was the Noah, a fourth one? This was the Noah Hawley Haley movie. I don't know what they were trying to do with it, but uh, I remember we talked about it on the podcast a few months ago, maybe a huh. year ago. When okay. they when they announced him as the guy, but I don't know what the goal was with the, the Star Trek uh, movie. Yeah, because I know there's a bunch of Star... Because then you've got the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek that's still out there in the limbo. And then, I guess according to this article, they were also trying to do a fourth J.J. Abrams verse Star Trek still. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I enjoy Star Trek infinitely more by listening to the guys from Red Letter Media talk about it. Yeah. Um, did you watch their shit where they, uh, Mike and Rich, talk about TNG? Uh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. It's fun. I don't really don't know, you know, the majority of what they're talking about, because I really haven't seen TNG, but, I mean, it's just them running down, the first part of them running down some of their favorite episodes from that series, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I like them talking about Star Trek. I don't have any context, and... Honestly, yeah. I like hearing people, people talk about it more than actually watching it. Because <laughs> um, every time I try watching any of the Star Trek, I get so bored. Yeah. It's just, it's just not. It's just not for me. I don't have the attention span for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or, or I just don't really enjoy that st- type of storytelling in sci-fi. Mm. I rather than be like you know blowing up spaceships and <laughs> shooting people and stuff. But um. Hmm. Zach, we hit two yes. hours. Is there anything else you want to mention before we call it for the week? No, I think we're pretty good, pretty solid. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll see yes. y'all back next week with more license to view. See you guys. You got the touch. And we'll stop recording now.